On this episode, we talk about Jimmy Butler and some other stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Nerds and Butler News. <laughs> okay, uh, this is Nerds and Basketball, not Nerds and Butler News. If you're listening in, you're in the right show. Welcome it's November 11, 2018. It's November 11 for another half hour. Um, <laughs> my name is CJ. Uh, and I'm Poke Charmone Rahul. Mm, and we are... Let's just get into... Like, actually, no, before we even get to it, because we have a lot to talk about this week. Um, yeah. How are you, buddy? How's your week so I'm, far? I'm, I am doing well. Um, I'm still laughing over um, Nerds and Butler news because <laughs> it certainly feels like that um yeah here's the thing we'll be talking about jimmy butler today we're gonna be talking about when we get to philly we're thoughts about him it's gonna be uh it's gonna be the rest of the year about jimmy butler basically <laughs> other than that i feel good i'm excited things are good nba's full swing uh life's going good busy but good how about yourself bud uh not, not nothing nothing much i've just been busy with school busy with work and everything in between. It's it's funny you say that because I feel like at the end of everything, at the end of this year, we're gonna be like, oh, the 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 Golden State Warriors have won the championship. But let's talk about Butler for a second here. <laughs> 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 like everything in the basketball world is happening, and we're still talking about Jimmy Butler. Every, so, every everything, everything. Everything. But Jimmy Butler. Twenty years proceeds. now. Twenty years from now, we'll just be talking about Jimmy Butler, even though LeBron James Jr. um dropped thirty and ten or something like that. We'll be oh like, yeah, but Jimmy Butler though, yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy. Butler, he's leading. Uh, he's a uh, he's, he's retiring this the year. Senior league. Oh yeah, he's like, <laughs> the NBA, the National Basketball Se- uh, Seniors Association. <laughs> yes, I would watch that. Oh wait, no, that's the big three. What am I saying? That's the big three. Have yeah. you ever watched the big three? <laughs> oh yeah. Have you ever? Oh really? Yeah. How I is follow it? it? I follow everyone. You you haven't? No, because no? I'm like, why do I want to watch like? Okay, I. Why do I want to watch old players play like that? If I want to watch them play like in their prime i'm gonna watch their old games you know but like i don't care about big three no no i, no, I, I totally under, i think it's probably be, i i watch it because i i do play like a, i do love the style of three-on-three basketball for oh for, okay, for, okay right okay. and then another thing is that their tagline is there's always a game there's a game winner in every game <laughs> but because it's true because it's like it's up to this and then it's win by two you have to win by two, and um, oh, so yeah, okay, so it's like pure, it's like pure, it's pure like yeah, court, and there's four point back, shots yeah. too, which is amazing. As long so as it's like have, pure like court pickup basketball. Okay, okay. not I really guess that's pure, fair. not really pure because there's a four point spot. As long as your foot is stepping on that four point spot, you it's worth yeah. four points. Oh wait, so how does it work? So it's just like a little circle. Or, yeah, it's a little circle it, like, with a little... number four on it. Oh yeah. Oh, and like, how far back is it from the three lines? It's about a foot and a bit, I think. A foot and a bit oh. out of the regular three-point line, I think. Uh, NBA three-point line. Th- oh, that's uh, interesting. And there's a there's a bunch uh, there's a bunch of real like ghost players or ghost. Okay, ghost is a is an is an actual big three name, but there's a bunch of um, players there that not a lot of people know because they played in the '90s and everything. But they're they're their legacies are starting to like 
come up again because wow okay. this guy plays really well or this etc et it's, it's a really good it's something it's something to watch over the summer league and frankly the WNBA <sighs> um Okay, that's interesting. No, that's interesting. Yeah, and I'm looking at the court right now. That's that's sort of neat. I I it never is. thought of doing because like a four point line. I always thought like oh it's just gonna be another arc. But now yeah. it's just like oh it's like literally just a circle. Oh yeah. I no, it's a cool idea. Yeah, it's it's not something like you know, you have to be specifically in a circle. As long as your foot is on that circle, any part yeah. of that circle is worth four points. Your shot oh. is worth four points, which is a, it's an interesting um it's an interesting dynamic. Um, the way I would probably see the four point four-point line in the NBA would be it's not going to be a full arc. It's just going to be like an arc, half an arc, I guess. No, less than half an arc. So imagine like the top, like, so you know how the three-point line right now is like half an arc and then the two lines on the side? Yes. Think of my the four-point line to me in the NBA would be something, instead of having the two lines on the, like the corner threes, it'll just be the top arc, but it'll be a little bit further past the three. So it'll oh. just be an arc, and then it yeah, it, it so ends like it ends at the out of bounds. Yeah, so basically, like the three point line um, is still there, and it's just like out of bounds. So it's just like like an arc that like kind of like finishes off at out of bounds. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that's how I would see it. Because like half court shots, those should be worth four points. No, no, like I, I honestly, I, I don't like the idea of like a four point line. I just feel like it's too much of a fundamental change to the game. Like I. <sighs> Maybe it'll be old fashioned, but I, I still don't like it. I think it works in big three, yeah, because that just seems like a more like kind of like a fun, you know, high tempo league. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, putting because I don't know if you get like another because like kids these days are just gonna be like abusing that, and yeah. I don't want to just see like a game of half court shots. Yeah, 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 basically, yeah, yeah. that's fair. No, no, I agree. I agree with you. I totally agree with you. I I don't think um the four point line has a place in the NBA. That's just how I would see the three point uh the four point line in the NBA. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. So let's get into the news. Uh, yeah. So Jimmy Butler. Um, <laughs> Jimmy Butler. No, no, no. Let's let's start off slow. Let's. Okay. Let's start off slow. Okay. Let's start off with the Raptors. We are in Toronto. So let's start <laughs> off with. Let's, let's start off with the Raptors because um, they're the best in the East and they're currently the best in the NBA. I don't know if you see um, that. Record wise. Record wise. Yes. Yeah. Quality wise. I think Golden State still has up on them, but like record wise, yes, the yeah. Raptors are twelve and one. Yeah. Are they twelve and one? Oh yeah, they are. They're twelve and one. Oh my, I should that's have that's pretty crazy, actually. Yeah. Oh yeah, because you have you have a, a team that's been always on top and now they're 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 on top and more. There's no threat in the East anytime. Uh well, we'll talk about that well, later. Well, but, yeah, we'll talk about that later. That's um, but um, it's I'm, an interesting this, team, yeah. This is gonna sound weird to me. Like, okay, this is me knocking on wood right now, but um twelve and one. Do you think there's a chance that they make a run, you know, for that record? You know what record I'm talking about. What record? They're, I actually don't know. Twelve and one. Yeah. What is it? What is it? Seventy-four and eight. Oh no. 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 You, you don't nah. see it. I. No. See, you know. <sighs> there's there's a curse connected to that. I I personally think so. Oh really? Yeah. I personally think that. Well, you look at it. Well, 
It could go both ways. It could be like, oh, the Bulls went 70, what is it, 71 and 10? Or 72 and yeah. 10? The Bulls went 72 and 10, and they're, they won the championship. And then, oh, the Warriors won, they, the Warriors went 73 and 9, and they lost the championship. It could be that, yeah. oh, the Raptors went 74 and 8, and they won the championship. It could go that way. I wouldn't be sure. Uh, but at the same I'll time, is say, it really worth doing that at this point? All, all I'll say is 72 and 10 has a better ring to it. Oh, yeah. I agree. Wait, I, I get did it. Did you get the pun? I get the pun. I get the pun. <laughs> I get the pun. Why aren't you laughing hysterically? I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Ha 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 I can't really laugh hysterically when people are asleep. So, <laughs> but yes, um, that's 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 an interesting um, conundrum. Uh, yeah, go ahead. You know what? I know what you're saying, and this goes against all logic. Talk to me in like when they play ten more games, but you know what? I think they'll 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 make a run at it. Like by the end of the season, it'll be something that's feasible for them to do. At least tie that record. Um, I I think it's feasible just because like I'm really liking this team right now. Like I <sighs> like there's so much to love about this team actually. Yeah. Like they they got such a good starting lineup. Their bench, but here's the thing: they got a great starting lineup without sacrificing sacrificing bench depth they still have great bench depth and like i knock on wood for injuries but like this is this is a fun team this is <sighs> these raps could go places and i'm kind of excited i as, am really excited as long as um as long as we don't play Kawhi leonard when they play <laughs> Zaza Pachulia, Zaza. the pistons <laughs> he's in the business. Yeah, he's in the business. Can I tell you something? I I had like this like weird I had this dream. Or it was like kinda of like a day dream where I'm just like I imagine this all in like, you know, anime style, right? Okay. Where it's just like the war so it's basically Raptors Warriors in the finals. Okay. And like um and in this reality, Raptors have a better um record than the Warriors, so they start at home first, right? It's just and I just pictured like Steph curry just taking some ridiculous three-point shots but right. then the raptors lineup comes up and then they're just like but our secret weapon and then out comes zaza pachulia and like a raptors jersey and all the warriors are like sweating and just like all shocked saying oh, oh my god like it's like in that anime fashion <laughs> that's all i imagine because like my idea is just like they only got zaza pachulia so he would not hurt any of their own players basically <laughs> that's like that's what they're afraid of so they were afraid that Zaza would wait because reason... it's like here's the thing if Zaza's on like our team he's not going to injure any of us but right. if he's on their team he'll injure us oh true 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 true, true. that says a lot about Zaza and this says about that's the... yeah, basically <laughs> that's my theory okay well if if that's <laughs> watch them pick up Zaza halfway through this or like cause they, can, they can pick up players do... through the playoffs I know you can do that if, if <laughs> I know yeah, don't it was like some weird dream. I don't know why, but it was like in like that really like exaggerated like anime style where it's just like all like that shocked, like those shocked glances yeah. and like the music cue. Like I, I, I imagine it so like vividly. It's really strange. We're getting a Dreamer Charmone's evening. Yes, we have Dreamer Charmone. Dreamer Charmone. Um, yeah. But yeah, the Raptors are 12 and 1. They're playing extremely well. They're playing at a very high level. Um, I think 
we it's it's november there's six more or sorry four more months until the playoffs mm-hmm. with you arguing that they're gonna go for the record and go 74 and 8 on one end i wouldn't be surfi- surprised if they would be but on the other end do they really need to do that like do they know really- they don't It'd be really cool. It'd be really cool. It'd be really cool. The 2018 Raptors are 74 and they, they hold the record for the best NBA record in it. Best NBA uh, season record. That that's that's has a good ring to it. 74 and eight. Yeah, I know. Because here's the thing: like all the records associated with the Raptors just suck. Hey, what team got 81 points dropped on them? The Raptors. <laughs> that's so true. That's actually so good true. To, wouldn't it be good to like have like a good like I, I know there was like one thing where they had like they had like a big playoff drought or something like that and that was like some sort of record something like that but like I'm just like wouldn't that be cool for them to have like a gr- like a good record like that I'm like wow wouldn't that be great that'd be amazing that would be amazing I agree okay then then let's okay. let's let's go for it then let's go for the seventy four and eight um hopeful Shermo hopeful Shermo we're getting hopeful Shermo this evening um. Friendly reminder, this guy's a Pacers fan, but, you know. I you am. Know, I, I'm not batting an eye. <laughs> no, no, no. I know. I know. I know. I'm just, I'm being realistic. I'm a basketball fan. I love my Pacers. Good. Pacers. I'm realistic, too. And, like, uh, you know what? The Raptors are making me – I'm still a Pacers fan at heart always, but these Raptors are just making me feel like I've, – I've never been, like, a super huge Raptors guy. Hmm. But this season, call it being bandwagon, and call it just because like they're really good this year. But I'm just like, wow, this is a great team. I'm like a knight, and I just like the team. Call me bandwagon, no. bandwagoner, Charmone. No, no, no. I, I wouldn't call. I wouldn't. No, no. I would. It's the same. It's the same with me. As like, I'm a Bulls fan, right? Yeah. But I still cheer for. The, I live in Toronto. You you can't not cheer with. You can't not cheer for the Raptors if you live yeah. in Toronto. Hell, if you live in Vancouver and you're 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 cheering for who Utah, nah. No. No. <laughs> no, but yeah, um, yes. Given 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 their health, I think they're gonna look really good. Um, they're resting they're resting Leonard a lot, which I think is a really good, um, chess move on their end. On on yeah, the other side. Oh yeah, it's not it's not just even being safe. It's just it's really about being strategic, right? Like for example, mm-hmm. they played the Bucks a couple of weeks ago, and they didn't have they didn't Leonard. Play Leonard. Yeah, and Jonas didn't play either, right? I don't know if it was like, oh, we're not playing Jonas. Oh, okay, we're not gonna play Leonard if that's yeah. the case. And they just let their their core players play, and as we saw, that's the only loss that the Raptors um yeah uh, had to deal with have have been have this year right this season yeah. right now. So, um, which is why I not to say I don't count that game, but. I want to see Jonas and Leonard. I want to see that game. I want to see the full yeah, team versus the full yeah. team. The hundred versus one hundred percent versus the one hundred percent. I don't want to see. Yeah. Like, I I love the Raptors core. I love Lowry. He he definitely is the cream of the crop. I'm not gonna. I will not put Len. That that is blasphemy. If you put Leonard on top of Lowry, all right. If you put yep. Len, if you put if you see if you're a real Raptors fan, you're you gotta put Lowry on top of Leonard. But. My point being is that I want to see the full roster versus the full roster. Mano Imano, one night only. Um, no, seriously, because like that's yeah. that that will definitely that will definitely like we'll definitely see how that because 
to transition to our next conversation, right? Before, as we end off this conversation, the Raptors have a good hold of the East. They have a solid hold of the uh, of the NBA. I can't wait mm-hmm. to see the Raptors versus the Warriors this year because I feel that's like, coming up. It's coming up soon, right? Yeah, so it's a hard to say again because Curry's injured. I don't know how long it'll be until he'll come back. They say multi game, but I don't think it's too bad. Let's yeah. see. Uh, so Raptors play. They play the Warriors on the 29th. Curry will be back by then. Curry okay. will most. He will be back by then. Okay. So that that honestly, guys, mark your mark your calendars because that is going to be a game. Oh yeah, I'm de- When is what's the next game? When's when's their game coming in? Uh, so November 29th, 8 p.m. Mark mark that game. Um, it and I think it's going to be uh, it's going to be in, oh, it's in Scotiabank Arena. Yeah. It's here in Toronto. Okay, all right, mm-hmm. all right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure. I don't think I have any dude that so would do it. And even even if I do, I'll be like, I have a Raptors game to watch, guys. Come on. Any <laughs> Rebel Rebel CJ this evening. Rebel CJ. <laughs> no, I think honestly, if you like it, it, like just talk to your prof, your TA, yeah. whatever. I'm like, I'm sorry, but like Raptors are. Warriors. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I have a midterm. Like, that yeah. day. <laughs> I have I like understand. a final on that day. Like, no, I, I gotta skip, bro. Why? Raptors yeah. are playing. I, I'm Warriors. pretty sure, like a man, mans will skip a wedding for that game. He'll be like, I'm sorry, hon, but like, <laughs> sorry, I, babe. I just, babe sorry. we gotta, we got we gotta reschedule. It's like we gotta reschedule. <laughs> I catch you next week. Yeah, <laughs> I catch you next week. You still gonna marry, right? I got you. Still gonna marry. And then next week, the Bucks and the Raptors. It's like, oh, bro, we gotta reschedule that's, that's again. The most- <laughs> That's the most Toronto man's thing I've heard ever. The most Toronto man's thing. Yo, shorty, I'm sorry. I'm watching the I'm watching the raps and the Warriors, shorty. I can do it. I can do it. Like I'm imagining. I'm imagining. Like, I don't know. Why dun, 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 dun. He's like. He shoots, he scores, and Larry takes the lead. You hear in the background. No, no, no. Not even like when you were like doing the wedding music. It's not the wedding music. It's just the NBA theme. It's the Kawaii version. The Kawaii version. Yes. Laugh. Yes. I would. That's it. That's my theme. Cut this down. To whoever. Okay. I'm putting this on record. All right. Whoever you are, whoever the, the lady that I will be marrying in the next however many years i want you to know that our theme song for <laughs> when 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 you walk in your aisle when when you walk in the aisle and i see you with your beautiful white veil dress you're gonna hear the dun, dun, dun. but when i walk in <laughs> <laughs> you'll be wearing your raptors jersey oh it'll yeah be like, yes it'll be kawaii um and in this universe kawaii stays with the raptors and they win like four championships or Ooh. something like that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh gosh. Okay. What a future. What a, what future. a future. Okay. <laughs> let's try. To, let's transition to one of our bigger topics with the Bucks. Yes. Um. Yeah. It's been a weird week week for the Bucks. Yes, I agree with you so much. Because go, go on. I want you to fill it up. Fill, fill no, it because up. because they won a they won the games and they won a couple of games and they lost a couple of games and the the games that they lost were kind of like abysmal against abysmal teams, and the games they won were were against really really good teams. So yeah, I know. Uh, I think the only game that I I feel like was kind of fifty fifty was between them and the Blazers, um, and even that was like a. Um, a big. I think they won by 
10 or 15 points? I don't remember. Uh, so they the Blazers won by 15, by okay. 15 points. Yeah. Okay, so well, Giannis was playing, right? Uh, Giannis was indeed playing. Yes, he did. So maybe he it was dropped. just an off night. So, yeah, an off night. Yeah, no, yeah. literally, this is an off night for him because it was only 23 points, 9 rebounds, and 6 assists. Uh, that's an off an night off. for a player. That, <laughs> for for Giannis, sir. If 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 you're a player and your off night is that line, um, you're a great player. That's basically oh, yeah. it. Oh yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. But yeah, like it's been a really weird week with for the Bucks. What do you think? Um, you know what? So I uh, just to break it down. So I'm looking at this. Um, they have um a tough schedule. I kind of want to make my decision on this like coming up um next week because they do. Uh, wait, no. Where do they have the schedule? Okay, no. Okay, no. I was incorrect about that. But, like, yeah, I'll say this in general. I think the Bucks are very strong this year. Um, you beat the Warriors. That's a statement. That's a statement. You beat the Warriors by, um, what, what was it, 23 points? That's a statement. I'm sure Curry was – Draymond wasn't playing. Sure, whatever. Um, Curry got injured in the third, but that's still a statement to me. You still beat mm-hmm, Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. You still beat Clay Thompson. You lose to the Trailblazers. That's fine. Trailblazers are a good team. They're hungry. They're a good team. I get that. The Clippers lost. OT close game, and the Clippers. I, 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 you know, we were completely wrong about this, but like, actually, maybe not completely wrong, because um, we did say the Clippers were still trying this year. The Clippers have been surprisingly good. But, you know, just off track a bit, but here's the thing. There's no purpose of being a middle-of-the-road team because you're just not going to get draft picks. I hate to say that, but that's the case, right? Um, but, you know, sure, you lose the Clippers. But here's the thing. Today, they beat the Nuggets. Nuggets are very strong. They've looked really good. You beat the Nuggets, that's another confidence point right now. And coming up, they have kind of a soft schedule. They play the Grizzlies. They play – oh, sorry, they play the Bulls. Okay, that's going to be really tough. Oh, yeah, that's going to be a really tough Play game, the Nuggets yeah. again. They play the Trailblazers again. Let's see how they do this week. If they get W's out of this, it's it's all the I see the Bucks doing great things. And you know what? Like I said, seeing how they beat the Warriors, it just adds confidence to me about this team. I think they're really there to uh, you know, as you said, they've arrived. I think they're here to stay. And mm. they've just they, you know, they've become monsters in the East. They are competitors in the East now. And I think it's gonna stay that way for sure. No, I definitely agree. I think they do have um they have a lot of they have a lot running for them when it comes to mm-hmm. these. I think um it's going to be like I said earlier, it's going to be a tough say between the Raptors and the Bucks until I see that Mano Imano match, but otherwise yeah. the Bucks are looking very pretty this year and I'm enjoying looking, every minute yeah. of it. You know what? And they have they have a fairly decent bench as well too. Like they got a good starting lineup. You got Giannis, you got Middleton, Brook Lopez is shooting. He's he's starting to be good. Um, he's starting I forget to get that Brook Lopez is there. Uh, where was he before? I, he was in Lakers. Remember, he was in the Lakers, and he was like right. absolute garbage on the Lakers. Yeah. But you know what? I he like the, today. Um, just to give you guys an update, he shot eight threes. Brook Lopez is a legit shooting threat. Uh, Brog shot eight threes. He shot eight threes. And all of them went in. Uh he shot thirteen, he got eight. Oh okay. so yeah, he, he beat Derrick Rose for threes. Wow. Oh god. That says a lot. Derrick Rose Derrick Rose had seven. Derrick Rose is actually a legitimately good 
three point shooter yeah, now. He is. Oh, uh, we'll yeah. get we'll yeah. yeah we'll get into that a bit later. But yeah, uh, Bucks got a good lineup. Brogdon's uh, Brogdon's been very good actually. I thought he kind of peaked, but he's he's adopted to his role. Their coaching's great. Bledsoe. Um, he's not like that star he was before, but Bledsoe's doing fine. And I think they have a decent bench. Mm-hmm. Um, Ilyasova was very effective. Um, and I like Snell. Um, uh, but yeah, otherwise, I think this is a Bucks team to stay. Um, this is a Bucks team, and I can't wait till they fully they play those Raptors. Um, and you know what? They're going to be fun to watch in the playoffs because I know they're going to make the playoffs unless something catastrophic happens injury-wise. But yeah. Yeah. Imagine, but, uh, imagine. Oh, knock on. I don't. I don't. I really. I really hate. I don't want to see that. Yeah, I don't want to no, see that. No, definitely. No, I think. No. no I, I think I, if if you if you're a real if you are a real basketball fan, you would want to no. see that the big games. You want to see the Bucks versus no. the Raptors. You want to see, you know, uh, the Raptors against the Warriors with a full Warriors team versus the full Raptors team. I. I yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. And you know what? That that's also what I kind of like. <sighs> Because again, I, I going back to like the whole Cleveland versus Golden State. Mm-hmm. You only really got, um, you did get. No, was it only one year where they were all healthy, like all of Cleveland stars, like Kevin Love, uh, LeBron, and um, uh, Kyrie? Because the next year after that, um, I think Kevin Love was injured again. Kevin, so it was. Kyrie got injured, then Kevin Love got injured. I remember the first one where basically I think Kevin Love got injured because he got his arm pulled out by Olenek. Um, and then Kyrie got that was injured. The first, and it was just, that was the first year. That was the first. That was the first time. Yeah, yeah, first time. Yeah. Um, and then and then um, they win 2016 when they were fully healthy. And the next two they drop. Um, by I think was Kevin Love injured. No, Kevin Love wasn't injured. Uh, it was only so the the, the championship oh, year for Kyrie Irving was gone. Yeah. Kyrie Irving was gone in the latest year, yeah. um, and the year after that, after um, so that's when the first year they got Durant. Yeah, some I think there may, yeah, but still that was um, yeah. Again, like just to go back to my point, um, I don't know why we're going about this, but like just going to my point, I want to see how healthy you don't want to see like. Oh, oh, everyone's injured, so the Raptors win the championship really easy. Cool, they win the championship, but like if they beat Golden State with all their stars injured, it's mm-hmm. not it's not the same thing, right? No, it's, it's not, just no, not, it's not. no, no. No. So um I think where where do you where do you see the Bucks at the end of the season? Um definitely top four. I definitely see them t- definitely top five. I'm going to clarify that. Definitely top <laughs> okay. five because it's still feeling Indiana is in that upper echelon of what is Celtics, Raps, um, Philly, uh, Bucks, Indiana. I think they're up there. Top five, but I'm leaning to probably a top. Top three? Top four. Uh, top four. I, okay, give me a week. Give me two weeks on this. I want to see how this new Philly team. And I'll give you a decision, but I say top four. I say okay. top four. I'd I'd say they're in the top three. Yeah. Okay. And, and oh, uh, yeah. Okay. So I guess Philly's gonna be because you're the biggest Philly sleeper ever. No, no, no. It's gonna be the Raps, the Bulls, and, and no. <laughs> Bye, everyone. We have delusional CJ. We have delusional CJ. No, no, no. I think it's gonna be the Raps. Um. The Celtics and the Bucks. Yeah, 
okay. not sleeping on the Phillies because I think they're going to be in the top five. Yeah. Um, but the only reason being because of what what happened recently, and we'll get mm-hmm. to that. But it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a close. <sighs> the East is finally interesting. That's all I'm gonna say. The East it's is very interesting. interesting because it's if you look very because if you, you look at the West, you only got like what the big three, maybe big three teams. What the Warriors, uh, the Spurs. And I'm saying this now on record, the Rockets. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. I think the Rockets yeah. uh, they will write the ship. Yeah. Like I said, I always expected them to write the ship, yeah. but I don't think they're a championship competitors this year. But they are. No. They're upper echelon in the West yeah. for sure. No, I agree. I I take I I'm trying to eat. I'm gonna eat my words from last week because I remember last week I talked about how uh, the Rockets are nothing this year. But given what they're doing right now yeah. which will transition to this conversation um they're planning to let go of Carmelo Anthony which i think is such a good step uh fill me in on this actually cuz i i was reading the show notes today yeah. i didn't hear anything about the, is this like is this official it's thing real, or is no, this rumor it's, it's a rumor mill rumor mill um two or three sources from so the rumor is through Two or three sources from really, really close to the Rockets are saying that they are planning to let go of Melo sometime soon, whether it be through a trade or through a wave. Um, wave by means of they're letting him go. He's a free agent, and it's just a matter of picking up his contract from the get-go um, versus a trade, which is an actual a player for a player. Um, so... Um, Basically, the time Melo's time with the Rockets is limited. Either someone in in the higher or in the head office decided, yeah, this isn't gonna work out for us. He's not performing the way we wanted to perform, or um, I oh, would I would I start a rumor and say that he's having some infighting with some players? I wouldn't say so. He seems to be okay with Paul and Harden. I don't know. Um, it's a tough say. It's a tough say because I think I think Melo is is one of those players that is either hit or miss depending on the game. More so miss nowadays. Yeah, more so. Well, it leads it leans more to miss because he hasn't adapt. Uh, I'm going to a rant. He hasn't adapted his game style to the current um, way that the NBA is being played right now. The game is more team based now more than, or yeah, the the game is team based now more than ever. Before you know, go on, go keep going. Oh, because before in 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 the eighties, it was very team based, but you had your two big three, two or three stars that were like carrying the team. Same for. For Jordan's era, it was Jordan and then his role players and then the mm-hmm. rest of the Bulls. Not to say that the Bulls in its overall team are, were, were, were ass, but part of my language. Um, not to say that, but to say that, you know, it was Jordan and, you know, it wasn't like Jordan Pippen. Well, you can argue on both ends, but it was Jordan and. And then you you come into around the the two thousands, and then you start to see like 
the teams coming through like the Celtics, the big three. You're not talking about like the big player now. You're talking about the big players, right? Mm-hmm. And then you you're and then we're talking big three with the Heat, big three with with the Spurs, big three with the Cavs, big three with the Warriors and Melo hasn't adapted to that because he's still playing isolation basketball and I don't know why. He already isn't a big three. Well, I would consider a big three because they do they are household names in the NBA, Paul and Harden and and Melo. But he's still playing um I don't know if it's a skill set thing too. I think it's a matter of just give him a ball, give him the ball, move it around and get him open shots. That's it. Because even LeBron doesn't shoot stupid shots. Mm-hmm. You know, like LeBron, LeBron's LeBron at the end of the day. He'll shoot those turn around fadeaway threes that you get, that you like you watch him and be like, "How the hell did you do that?" But that's LeBron freaking James we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Not we're talking about Carmelo here. We're talking about um you know, someone who hasn't who has yet to make an impact in the NBA in the past decade, if we're being honest. Okay, I think past decade is it's not stretching it because he did win scoring championship in the past decade. No I'm MVP, go, um, no, no, MB- no, most improved, no defensive player. He, He's he just did been steal, hanging around. He did steal um an MVP vote from LeBron James. Uh, and if LeBron got that vote, he would have been the first unanimous MVP. But one writer said, like, no, Carmelo Anthony, man, Carmelo Anthony. Interesting fact, that year Carmelo Anthony was a sports writer, um, and he actually voted for MVP. So I don't know if they're connected. Um, but, yeah, going on. Um, uh, that was a joke. Um, going on. <laughs> no, do you think, um, I, I figured it was a joke. Say, what, say what you need to say. Like, my name is... Uh, Mellow Carmelo, and um, I'm gonna vote for Carmelo Anthony. No, um, <laughs> Mello that would be amazing. Mello Carmelo, that sounds like that sounds like um, because this canon that weed just been legalized, but that sounds like some sort of like weed brand. Mellow Carmelo, um, no, I mean, but, he um, did go from he did come from Denver, the mile yeah. high. A mile Stay. high. No, I'm gonna just go on this quick. Um, first off, I say LeBron James when you said like his turnaround mid range jump shot, he makes that. But I feel like if you could get if you force LeBron James to always just do that shot, that's probably the best way to defend LeBron James because he can't defend them driving and his three point shot no, is pretty yeah. good, surprisingly. Yeah, but yeah. like when you kind of force him to do that type of shot, that's probably your best bet with LeBron James. Oh, um, yeah. uh, I'll say this. You know what? I feel like it's not even like a team thing. I think it's a mentality thing. Carmelo Anthony, Denver, New York. He's always been that player. He's always been that star player. Not much help, really. Carmelo Anthony has been playing like he is the star, and I think he's continuing that aspect. That's why his game hasn't evolved, because he's still playing like, I'm Carmelo Anthony, I'm the star, I'm just going to make these shots, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. And you know what? His shots gone. His athleticism's decreased. I think that's it, really. That's all. It's just him sticking to him, his idea of being a star. I find it really funny that this rumor has um started because um they they just got him. It's like ten games into the season, ten ten twelve games, yeah. and like they're thinking of getting rid of him. Mm. And here's the thing: good 
for Carmelo Anthony. First off, he gets sent to the Hawks, doesn't play a game, but makes millions of dollars because they buy him out. Goes to the Rockets, makes millions of dollars for 10 games because like they just buy him out. And I'm sure some team will pick him up. I'm sure like the Lakers, the Lakers will pick him up, give no. him a little small contract. No, you don't think no. so? No. The Where do you Lakers, think he would go? The La- For starters, the Lakers don't even have the money right now to get... Are they all banked up? I thought no, they sell some... No, they they have the money, but is it a they don't wise, have Carmelo is money? It, is it a good no no? It's not even Carmelo money. Carmelo is worth <laughs> is dropping as we speak. Um, <laughs> sorry, Car- hey, I love Carmelo as a player. Um, not I don't like his play style. Very very like I no, said. Very, no. I'll rant it's all very day. Up. Yeah, but yeah. his worth right now is dropping, and given the news and everything. Um, yeah, but back to it. Lakers don't have. I don't think they have the cap space for it. So no, I feel I, like I, they can give them a one-year contract because like a lot of these contracts clear off in a year because they want yeah. to spend a big superstar. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, we'll talk about the Lakers. I just realized something. Something crazy this week happened. But anyway, um, Carmelo. Where do I see Carmelo? He can do like a rip. He could do a retirement run with the Nuggets. Oh, the Nuggets are playing really well this year. Oh, man. Is, that's kind of like the hip thing to do, too. Right? You're kind of right. Yeah. Because, right? retirement- like, yeah, the, the comeback team. Yeah, sure. Yeah, right? Um, Him and Isaiah Thomas playing together. Sure. That would be interesting. That would be two egos collide. <laughs> two egos collide. Uh, no, oh. but... That's the thing, though. It's going to be... So, Carmelo made his cash, right? So, why not just take a veteran year, a veteran contract with the, the Nuggets, play uh, minimal minutes, veteran minutes. I'm talking, like, out of out of 48 minutes, play 20 minutes, right? Play a role role player position. Get off the bench. Don't play a starter role. I don't... Is he starting with the Rockets? No, 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 Lakers don't have cap room, by the way. Oh yeah, so yeah, there you go. So to 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 reinstate, if they if the Nuggets pick up Melo, give him that retirement year. If Melo, because players can do that. Player players can decide halfway through a season, be like, okay, I'm retiring this year. It's my final year. Give him his one last year. Um, go for a chip. Definitely go for a chip. The Nuggets are strong enough to go for a chip. Um, if they can give him that playoff run, whether it be it's fi- his, his final year or what, uh, you know, I don't know if they have a chance against the West, but it's going to be a pretty interesting basketball season. If or It's going to be a pretty interesting uh, playoff run for, for the Nuggets. Right. Give him that. Give him give him something to, to kind of retire off of. Because... At the end of the day, if we're talking legacy, Melo has one. It's not the greatest. Yeah. It's not the biggest. But, but there is something. It's the same with Barkley. Barkley has a legacy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Barkley, you know what? Yeah, go ahead. Such a Barkley player. I was just going to do right? it, but go on. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. No, he is. He is there, there are players who are just there to play basketball and do great things. Mm-hmm. Iverson never won a championship, but he's done amazing things. Um, Nash, Jason Kidd, 
mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I can name all these names and give you um, give you uh, a, a 2020 perspective on these amazing. Because at the end of the day, a championship only happens as long as there's or you there's only one champion, right? Unless yeah. there's like a freaking super team with every superstar on it and win and. Uh, I'd still bet on you that the Warriors will still beat him, but you know. <laughs> but my point is, um, you you give him that year, you give him his retirement year, and just say thank you, Carvalho, for uh, thank you for your game, thank you for bringing something to the table. You will be appreciated. You he'll he's definitely a Hall of Fame player for sure. Yeah, yeah, no, um, for sure. You gotta you gotta honor that legacy, but. He'll always be a part of that 2000, uh, 2003 draft. Yeah, the oh, 2000, yeah. that that draft was which was considered one of the greatest drafts ever. You know, oh, LeBron yeah. James. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, I think I agree with that. But it's just kind of sad to see where his career goes. Yeah, um, yeah. Know, just yeah. I'm sorry. This is really random. Go ahead. Um, but uh, okay. How old do you think Kentavious Cal uh, Caldwell Pope is? Thirty-seven. Is that like a legitimate answer? That's a legitimate answer. He's twenty five. Holy crap! <laughs> He's twenty five. He, he got drafted. Yeah, two thousand thirteen. I am so shook. I thought he not thirty seven, but I thought he was like, oh, he's a thirty year old player. Yeah. Like he's been in the league for a while. Yeah. He, <laughs> he's twenty five. I like while you're saying that. Like I agree. I was. I I know what you're saying, but I was just thinking like, holy crap. Davis Caldwell Pope's only twenty five years old. I thought he was like some old geezer they brought on. Like I thought yeah. he was like a thirty year old guy. No, it's the last name, man. Caldwell Pope. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, I, this guy's been in the league forever. He's a Caldwell Pope type player. Oh <laughs> man. But yeah, no. Um, yeah, yeah, how old's Carmelo? Carmelo Anthony should be about thirty three. Thirty three. LeBron James thirty three. They, they both came out of they both came out of high school, right? Yeah. Yeah. Carmelo Anthony's 34. They're the same age. Uh, LeBron's going to be 34 this year. He's just yeah. going to turn 34 in December. Yeah. yeah. His birthday is at the end of the year. Yeah. The 31st of December. Yeah. So that's a cool weird. thing, too, eh? Oh, just yeah. like LeBron. Yeah. I think him and. Do you know him and Steph Curry were born in the same hospital? Obviously yeah. not. Yeah, but they were born in the same hospital. Yeah. yeah it's cool. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Steph Curry was born on. Um, he was born on Pi Day. March 14th? Yeah. Oh. Interesting. Yeah, I know. Oh. I know. Oh. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? What? Doing this again. This is going to be, uh, this is going to be, uh, this episode we're getting, uh, married life, CJ. Um, <laughs> to my future wife. <laughs> put, put in some piano music here. <laughs> no, 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 not nothing fast. Like you know, like to my future wife. Dun, dun, dun. And then, <laughs> uh, hey, babe, dun, dun, we're gonna dun. make babies together. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. I just want to let you know that when 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 you get pregnant, I want you to give birth to our child dun, dun, in Ohio. <laughs> Dun, dun, specifically, dun. Where, specifically where LeBron and Kareem were born. We got to find that bed dun, <laughs> where they dun, got born. Dun. Find the exact same doctor. <laughs> that we'll have a, an NBA player in our hands. 
the Raptors will finally win their champion their first championship in 2042. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so that went from um, you know, kind of romantic marriage obsessed CJ into kind of slightly creepy CJ, but uh we'll Why? move on from that. Well, how's that creepy? <laughs> Why is that creepy? I'm just saying the Raptors might not win the championship this year. Did you not hear what I said? I heard I'm sorry. <laughs> I I, I, I I've been okay. I hear what you say, but like I've been distracted. Like I, I'm like, just funny weird facts. Like, do you know Aisha Curry's part Canadian? Yes, I knew that. Yeah, I didn't know that. She was raised know. in Toronto. She was raised in Toronto until she, she Toronto. was 14. Yeah, yeah, I I knew that. Yeah, yeah, because um, they they it's a beautiful. Oh man, you should you should you should learn. Yeah, I'm reading it right now on Wikipedia, which is not romantic, whatever. But it just basically <laughs> says so. The two met in a church youth group in Charlotte because like um, Steph Curry's dad was in like you know Charlotte because yeah. he was playing um yeah. Del Curry um yeah. when they were 15, 14 years old. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, and then that's how they met. They met in a church youth group. I'm like, oh, that's so that's so nice. Right. Gotta find yeah. my woman in the church, man. Yeah, gotta, gotta pray, gotta pray, you know. All right. Back. Her mother is um her mother is of Jamaican and Chinese descent, while her yeah. father is Polish and African American. That's that's cool. That's cool. That is. You know what so I'll cool. say? That's, you know what? You can't hate Steph Curry and Aisha Curry. It's just yeah. such a nice couple, right? They mm-hmm. they look really. It's just a, it's a nice couple. Oh yeah. Um. Actually, this is actually super interesting we'll, we'll we'll go on a quick nerd tangent here i don't know if you realize but and i've been thinking about this ever since i kind of like saw it like i kind of was like oh that's so true but isn't it weird that interracial oh we're gonna get political but actually no we're not gonna get political we'll just get science science sciencey interracial couples when they make children they're they're like extra like I don't know it's just so weird like they're extra prettier if that makes sense you know what I think like I, like I think I read a thing about this where uh I think it's like I, I think I read like some sort of like scientific um article on this yeah and, I, and don't quote me on this yeah no no I won't yeah don't quote me on this but I feel like um because like there's kind of like like that mixed race thing it kind of like averages out like kind of like like physical feature traits things like that too Mm. and because of that like kind of like that averaging like it's more appealing to a broader range of people sort of oh that means something like that i don't quote me on that and i know it's like kind of a weird topic to bring up but like that's what i think people say just because like it's kind of like an average so like just what people find like physically attractive it's kind of like Fair. average out basically Fair. yeah oh i see what you mean I yeah, see yeah. What you mean. no i i kind of saw it as i don't know it's gonna sound really really bad actually no no i don't know i don't care um this i'm really bad but if we're really being honest, like for example, a Filipino and a Filipino get married, they have kids, great, right? But if you if you really if you really really think about it, a Filipino and a Filipino are just really really distant, really 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 distant cousins. Think about it. Yes. Right. And on 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 a side note on that, typically, if if cousins have babies, they don't really come out very well, right? Yeah. So. On that on that a- tangent, if 
you know, like I said, um, a Caucasian male and a f- and an Asian female are very extremely distant cousins. Extremely, right? Yeah. Like in comparison to a Fili- sorry, a Filipino and a Filipino are distant cousins, very very distant. But in comparison from a Filipino and a Caucasian guy who grew up in England, that's extremely. In comparison, right? Yeah. So the genetic pool might be like in some way better, if that makes sense. I don't know. I don't know how genetics work. I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not a bio yeah, guy. scientist. Right? Yeah, yeah. No. It like it all depends. Like, I. I, I, I you should know. I, you're Doctor Charmone. <laughs> I'm not gonna comment on that because you know what? I'm not too sure. I was just gonna say like. I did find um, a research article. Like, this is a published piece of, like, scientific literature. Yeah. Um, it involves basically a study. So, a random sample of uh, about 12,000 black, white, and mixed-race faces, they were basically collected. And then people just basically rated them on attractiveness. Yeah. Um, but there was a small but significant effect with mixed-race faces. So, people found that more attractive. Um, and they think it's just, uh, it's just maybe a demonstration of, heterosis um, in humans, a biological process that may have implications far beyond attractiveness, where it's just sort of, I think it's just sort of the idea of just like kind of like finding attractive kind of like that that blend of features where it's just kind of like, oh, that's just attractive me because it's kind of blending those two yeah. physical features. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that. No, I, I, I did read something about it. It's just an interesting point you bring up. Yeah. yeah. But um, The law of averages, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. guess that's it. Um, yeah, um, but let's see. Oh, gosh, we called this a Jimmy Butler episode. We haven't, we haven't even gone to the Jimmy Butler conversation <laughs> okay, yet. Okay, let me get to the Forest Fire game real quick because I thought this was interesting. Sure, um, do it. Do your thing. Oh, gosh. What a weird-ass tangent we just went on right now. It's such an interesting tangent. It's our nerd tangent. <laughs> it, it was a weird tangent. Yeah. Weird CJ, weird turbo. Um, Okay. So interesting. Just a really interesting thing. Like this reminded me a lot. Of, do you remember the AC game um, in San Antonio? Yeah. Uh, Miami Heat. Yeah. So this is kind of similar, but uh, the players just got hot. But basically, uh, there's a lot of forest fires going on in California, especially those near Sacramento. So when the Lakers beat um, Sacramento, um, uh, they were playing in um, Sleep Train Arena uh, in Sacramento. And since the forest fires were burning so strongly there, um, smoke was actually getting into the arena and players were getting like like really bad headaches. It got so bad, Luke Walton had to limit LeBron James's minutes. Um, he only limited, he limited to like 30 minutes of play time because LeBron James just got a really bad headache. I think Brandon Ingram got a headache and like, you know, Sacramento players got headaches. But yeah, apparently the smoke was seeping in. It was really, really, it was really bad. Like it was tough to breathe. Um, Lakers won that game, but it was really low scoring. And I could just, I imagine that it was just a physically demanding game to get through basically. Um, but yeah, I call it the forest fire game because like literally just like all this forest fire smoke was seeping into the arena. Yeah. And I have to ask you this question. Does does that seem kind of unsafe for you? That like, yeah, there's some smoke getting into the arena. Players are complaining of headaches. What do you think about? Uh, sorry, oh, that was disgusting. Um, what do you think about? What do you think about that? Do you think they should have like kind of canceled the game, or do you think just play on? Because like, look at this. I'm like, I'm sure the fans were there, and like the, the issue was noticed later on. But I'm yeah. like, it seems kind of like what happens if someone just kind of like got unconscious, you know? Because like it's a significant threat with smoke like that. Mm-hmm. 
You know, it's interesting. I think, actually, no, even the NHL. Depends. Okay, so I read up on this a while ago. There's no, there's no contingency when it comes to um, game and like in game situa- uh game changing situations. Really? So, yeah. So for the NFL, right? If if the weather is extremely bad, they like blizzard. Why they play in the snow? Yeah, yeah. They still play, right? But there's a love. There's a contingency level. There's there is a policy in the and in the did I say NFL or NHL? NFL. Sorry. Uh, NFL. Yeah. Yeah. In the NFL rulebook, there's a contingency where if it comes to this extreme point end the game or just move the game or something there's 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 steps that they take okay. same with the MLB right you see this in the MLB often, very often oh, if yes. it's if it's raining know, really bad right they I know least, quite a bit more about that yeah. yeah in the NHL there is one contingency which is like if there is an extreme event so before the game they tend to they tend to um this is for all the leagues by the way they tend to review arena situations so for example like for example if there's an nba game and they've i think this happened three four years ago if there's an nba game and there's a bad weather storm or um snowstorm or something they cancel the game and reschedule that's typical but mid-game through the nba and the nba is the only league that doesn't have a contingency policy for it really? yeah like if in in hindsight okay sorry in in comparison to the nhl um, there's actually a certain temperature that the arena has to keep up with for the game to continue because otherwise it becomes both unsafe and unfair for players to play um, on a skating rink. Yes, because the, then the ice can melt and exactly. then there's, a, there's a danger. There. That's exactly. For the NBA, if there was a contingency policy to, let's say, the AC game with the Spurs in the heat, that should have either, that should have been stopped. That game should have been like, we need to fix this before we continue. There should have been a, a, a quick delay of game. They could. Yeah. They should have paused it. Something like that, right? It's just. It's. It's a playoff it's, game, though. It's final. Exactly, game. right? Yeah. It, we're talking. We're talking TV minutes. We're talking advertising and everything, right? The NBA Scheduling. is a is a bit is yeah. a business, right? So, yeah. um, yeah, the NBA is the only the only league of sport, at least from what I know. I don't know about soccer. Soccer is pretty like flexible in in, in all yeah. ways so um but yeah the nba the, NA, the nhl has a contingency policy to it nfl mlb clearly has one they can't they really have to have one but the nba is the only one that doesn't have it okay sorry no, um, what's up no no because like no that's really interesting actually because I, I i love hearing sort of things like that wasn't there a thing where I think was it the Kings or 76ers? Yeah, maybe it was the 76ers where they had like a wet floor or something like that. Let me look this up. What floor? Was it a leak? Yes. So the 76ers postponed game due to wet courts. Um, was it midway Kings through the game? Yes. Some, well, let me see. Condensation covered the floor. Oh wait! <laughs> what? what? 
they play. I think I thought the Kings because they were playing the Kings that game. So yeah. the game was delayed because they had to basically clean this wet court. <laughs> DeMarcus Cousins, he picked up a broom. He picked up a mop and started mopping the floor. But they played, right? They still played. <laughs> they played after. Yeah. So, like so, I said, there's still no content. Like I said, there's no content. <laughs> there's no contingency policy to it. I don't know what's funnier, watching Demarcus Cousins in a Kings jersey or him mop up the floor. Oh, both. <laughs> Easy. Both. Easy. <laughs> Joel he tweeted, well, the court was taking tonight. Hashtag trust the process. <laughs> True. <laughs> This but is the episode of like weird diverging conversations. <laughs> Can we get back to the to the actual like title of our show? There's yes. Butler news. Jimmy Butler. Let's All right, it. bring us in. Take us home. Let's do this. They've been waiting, and they're they got, ready. I mean, Butler got traded. All right, next next topic. Uh, no, next topic. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's the end of the show, guys. That's the end of the show, guys. <laughs> Thank you so much. No. Um, so Butler got traded. Uh I think it was Sarich and Covington for Butler. And the second rounder. Yep. Was it no no, it was Butler, Patton, and second rounder for Sarich and Covington. Yeah. Yes. That sounds right. I thought Philly gave away the pick. No, it was it was Philly who got the pick. Oh. I actually I don't know. Take a check. I'm not sure. I might be wrong. I'm checking real quick. But yeah, go on. Talk about it. Describe the trade a bit more. I want you to kind of... I, I also want to go about this trade by going like, okay, what were the team's thought process before the trade? Like kind of oh. like why did this trade? And like then yeah. we can talk about the aftermath a bit more. Okay. Well, for starters, the Timberwolves did not want Butler to go to the Rockets. It would have been so interesting though if he went to the Rockets, especially with what's happening with Melo. Oh my goodness! If 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 the if the Timberwolves got if the Timberwolves got, uh, Butler with Harden and Paul and Melo out of the picture, that would have been mm-hmm. killer. Because you you say you say earlier right? you said earlier that the Rockets aren't a championship caliber team this year. Yeah, put Butler in there and it becomes a championship caliber team. That defense that- will be fixed. Um and. This is an interesting side note. The Rockets, apparently by rumors, were offering four first-round picks for Jimmy Butler. I would have loved... Oh, my goodness. That would have been insane. No, but like the Philadelphia... This is a chess game, right? Philadelphia doesn't want the Rockets to get a hold of the West. Yeah. Right? Well, quick, quick interjection, by the way. Um, the, the, the pick, the second-round pick, was sent to Minnesota. Okay. Okay. My fault. My fault. Okay. Yeah. So... So the I think it's second round twenty twenty. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That sounds better. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. So to get to get a quick look at it, right? We're looking at two two role players and a twenty twenty draft pick to the bull or to the wolves for is it to the wolves? Yeah, to the wolves for Butler Patton and for Butler and Patton, right? Yes. So, um, uh, I disagree with you. Sarah is not a role player, but continue on. Really? You don't see Sarah as a cult, as a role player? No, I feel like he could be a legitimately good player by his own right. Covington, oh, okay. I think he he could work as a good three D player, three yeah. and D. 
Um, yeah. But I, I feel Sarah, Sarah is actually, he's kind of a nice piece. No, uh, he's I, been kind of slow this season, but I think he's a nice piece on no, his own, right? No, I think I think that's why I say he's a role player, right? He's he's always started because like uh, he's a good star player. He's not or he's not gonna be like a star player, but he has he plays his position very well, right? And I'm gonna disagree with you on that. I'm gonna disagree on you, but continue on with the trade. I'm gonna disagree with you now, but continue on. Okay, well, I think with this pick or with this entire trade debacle and drama i really do think that the 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 wolves won this one um and it's not because of they lost butler but because they got sarich and covington in the 2020 draft pick you look at you look at all the draft picks this these past couple of years and there's been so many steals Mm -hmm. in the first and second round so many steals Right, like late, late, late first round and early second, mid midway through the second round, there's been so many good steals, mm-hmm. right? And they they got Sarich, which you, I will I will agree with you because you're a step up over what I'm saying. I'm just saying that Sarich can be better, right? I'm not gonna argue against you. I think he's just right now where he is. He's just gonna he's a role player. I I don't okay. see him any any further anytime soon until you give him that place to be that kind of a player which i think okay. is the wolves okay right yeah like no i agree Sar- with that. Saric, Saric in the in, in philadelphia will be a role player because you got you got simmons you got Embiid, you got um uh well you got faults <laughs> hold on hear me out right you you got a good solid core in in Philly, which is why I think Sarge will always be. Oh, sorry, Redick. What am I saying? Which, which, which is why you'll always have Sarge as a role player. You put him in the in the bowl and the sorry, the bowl. You put him in the Wolves. You have a solid team. You you have a, a young core, an MVP you leader. You, you have um, great role players around it. Where does Sarge fit? He's clearly he can fit as a role player for sure. But you just if if Thibodeau really uses him well and and uses him um, wisely, um, pass beyond his minutes, beyond his capabilities, I think he would definitely be uh, a key player, not just a role player, a key player to a very very strong Wolves team. Same with Covington. Okay, okay, um, you're still there, right? Okay, I'm still okay, here. Um, I'm still here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sorry. I say the only loser in this trade is Markel Fultz because Jimmy Butler is just going to yell at him and make him feel bad. Um, but um, no, um, I feel going on the mentality of these teams going in. Minnesota, obviously, we need to get rid of Jimmy Butler. He, you know, he doesn't want to be here. We talked about that to exhaustion. Um, Philly. You know what? This I can't believe I didn't see Philly in these because like no one really saw this coming up. Like no one said like Philly's up there in contention. It was always Miami Heat, um, Lakers potentially, but like it was weird stuff. Philly made sense though. I'm thinking about this. I'm thinking about like what their mentality was. I'm thinking Philly was they started off slow and then they're looking at the rest of this East and they're saying maybe we're not good enough to get out of the East. And that kind of freaked them out. They're like, we're good, but are we good enough? 
Hmm. And I think that's what kind of pushed them to say, we got to pull a trigger and make a big trade. Who's the person available? Jimmy Butler. Get huh. Jimmy Butler. Send Jimmy Butler back to the East. And you know what? I feel great. You have a big three. Um, Jimmy Butler, I feel, let's see how his attitude how his attitude is. I would love to see Jimmy Butler and Joel Embiid on court. That's gonna be that's gonna be a fun pairing. Um, but we'll see how this goes, right? Um, mm-hmm. Maybe because like Jimmy Butler brings like defensive discipline to a team. It's gonna be a tough defense to go, and Jimmy Butler is a great scorer on his own right. So we'll see how this goes. Honestly, yeah. I think this is a this is a trade. And you know what? I give credit to the Timberwolves because. This trade could have been so much worse. They could have got like nothing out of oh, yeah. this. Oh, yeah, but looking at what pieces they get, um, this looks like a team that could still compete this year. Uh, get Butler out, um, you know, because like, you know, get Butler out because like he was like not gelling with the team. But you got Sarich and Covington. Covington's great. I like Sarich a lot. I feel like it could be big. And a second round pick that'll come in later. Sure, whatever. But I'm like, this is still a team. You put them together, and if they click, they could compete, and they could do well. Great. I think it's really the epitomization of making the best out of a bad situation, this trade. Um, this aside, I still understand if Houston actually did offer for four first-round picks, I really don't know how you say no to that. Um, but I think this is a good good trade in the terms of saying like hey we still want to compete this year mm-hmm. we made the playoffs last year we want to make it the playoffs again and i think this is a trade for that because like you know it's jimmy butler you know he's going to leave you're not going to get like huge stars but sarah is a nice young piece covington's another good young piece and yeah i think this is basically just two where they both kind of won out i feel like it's just like the the timberwolves minimized their loss and you know what? As a speaking of a business perspective, sometimes that's the best you can do, and I think that's what they could have done. And good for them. Um, let's see how they turn out this year. Chemistry is a huge part of basketball, and let's see how the chemistry improves. Um, I've been hearing a lot of things though, and I want to hear your take on this. Do you think Philly kind of busted um, their bench depth with this trade? Are they too top heavy now? Uh, I agree to an extent. I okay, think go on. I, I agree that they are top heavy now, that they're they're just gonna be the starters and the rest. Mm-hmm. Right? Their depth is clear is gonna be it's it's busted. I will not disagree with that. But you're you're bringing um someone <laughs> I say this and it's gonna sound like it's a joke, but it's so true. You're bringing in and I agree with you earlier, someone who brings discipline to the game and the, so, mind you someone who won against a starting team mm-hmm. with third stringers so you look at the bench with the with the Philadelphia 76ers you put Butler in a very big leadership role nothing decent nothing um centralized by the way something completely completely decentralized I think um, the idea of having decentralized leadership in this team specifically in the 76ers where you have MB as the leader of the starters and you got um, um, Butler as one of the key players of the starters but also someone who's going to try to pull everybody else along, mm-hmm. right? 
the 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 bed should be on notice because you're playing with Butler. He expects nothing but the best from you. And as a as someone who who plays for the bench, and I personally think this is something a bench player would think when when you see Butler in practice in a couple of days. Crap, you're gonna. I, I gotta keep up. I gotta keep up with with Butler. Gotta keep up with how he plays. Gotta keep up with his leadership. Gotta keep up with. And I think I think that boosts the value of 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 um, the Phillies um, bench, right? So at the end of the day, yes, they are top heavy, but it's just a ma- It's only a matter of time before the 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 bench starts realizing that they need to step up. But I, I, I'm looking at their bench right now, and I'm just thinking to myself, do they have the quality? Because they did lose out on some key bench pieces. Bellinelli, uh, Ilosova, who are good shooters coming off the bench. Yep. And I'm looking at this right now. So the starting lineup is most likely going to be Embiid, Ben Simmons, Butler. Butler. Um, um, Redick? Redick, yes. Um, and then Fultz? Is Fultz even starting now? So the weird, this is how Philly's doing it. It's kind of like a weird hybrid. Fultz starts the first half, then Reddick starts the first half, second half rather. Um, but in terms of minutes, it's it's really come down to Reddick's getting the bulk of the minutes. Like Reddick got 34 minutes last game uh, when they were playing the Grizz, yeah. uh, but Fultz got 25 minutes. Um, Fultz actually scored 14 points that game. Good for him. Good for him. Oh, um, but you. yeah. But like I said, that's kind of how it's going to look. But this is the rest of the team. Um, Landry Shamit. Sham- I know I'm saying that wrong. TJ McConnell, who is a fine backup point guard. Yeah. For I've Can seen him play. He's a good player. He's good. I like him. Yeah. Um, for Can Corkmaz, yeah. Jonah Bolden, and... Uh, uh, Amir Amir John. Does that sound familiar to Amir Johnson? Does that does that sound like a player that was on Toronto one time? I don't know. I don't I don't know. Do you remember Amir Johnson? Yes, of course I remember Amir Johnson. <laughs> that takes me back. That takes no, me back yeah. a long way. I I remember being upset because they traded him, and I'm like, now I know like, people yeah. were really upset that they traded away Amir Johnson to yeah. Boston. Yeah, it was a good trade. Yeah. Was, was Andre was Andre Bariani still on the team at that point? Yes. Oh my yeah, god! It was that core. It was it was uh it was Calderon, Bariani, and Johnson, with uh was it James Johnson? <laughs> was it James Johnson? I don't remember his first name. The other Johnson. Uh, James Johnson's on Miami. Yeah, that's him, James Johnson. Yeah, that's him. This guy was on the Raptors. Yeah. Oh, yes. for, oh, he was on the Raptors for two stints. Oh, 14 yes. to 16, and then 11 to 12. Yes. Oh, my gosh. James Johnson. James Johnson. <laughs> uh, I remember this guy because he has like a really, I think, pulled up. Um, I think he's the one with a really weird chest tattoo. Yeah, that's him. Oh, this is going to bother me so much. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No! Okay, okay, okay. Do you Have you ever seen Wilson Chandler's um, 
chest tattoo. Yes. Have you seen it? Wait, who? Who? Wilson Chandler. Wilson Chandler. Google it. Google his chest tattoo. It it kind of scared me when I first saw it. Oh, the one in the neck? Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's creepy. <laughs> that is so creepy. I'm pretty sure that's like his kid, but yeah. it just looks like a little like a little person like peeking out of his like yeah. like his jersey just like Bro, hey I'm, that's, I'm here that's mental basketball game right there that's mental basketball <laughs> that's Isaiah Thomas right there oh. <laughs> bruh don't kill me we're, ha- we're getting funny Charmone this evening have you ever watched um, Total Recall Total Recall yes uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger on Mars yeah yeah. So basically, like the rebel leader, like this reminds me so much of that movie where, like, the rebel leader, basically, the leader is basically like this, like, tumor, tumoristic, like, growth out of this man's chest, and it looks like just like a right, little baby. It's like right, super right, intelligent, right, and that's the right. first thing I think about when I see who will switch together like this. Oh my goodness. Oh gosh, why are we talking about Wilson Chandler's tattoo? Back-, <laughs> back, back to Butler. Back to Butler. <laughs> Back to Butler. Yeah, yeah. But um, going on this, I think there's some depth issues. But here's the thing. Sure, during the regular season, it matters. But I honestly feel having a good bench is kind of overrated in the playoffs. Because mm-hmm. in the playoffs, your starters are playing heavy minutes no matter what. Yeah. And you know what? As as Raptors, as people that know the Raptors here, um, having a good bench doesn't really mean much in the playoffs. The Raptors had a great bench. Did they, do you think it really helped them that much? That, no, well, I feel like that's a different argument. But continue. In the regular season, I think it matters. But in the playoff, getting that like that a good starting lineup, I think that's the key thing to keep going. Right? Yeah. It's good to have a good bench. That's always nice. But you know, it's always better to have a better starting lineup, at least in the playoff terms. I say. No, I agree. I definitely agree. Um, last point to to talk about it here is that, um. As much as I did say earlier that the Wolves won this, I think both teams won this. I think the Wolves did want to get rid of Butler. High, head they office to, wanted yeah. to. They wanted to. And Butler wanted yeah. to get out of there. Yeah. Um, the Wolves picked up really good players. Yeah. I I I cannot I cannot um emphasize that even more because or I cannot emphasize that more because Sarge and Covington are really, really good players. Um the Philadelphia 76ers picked up a solid, disciplined leader uh, in in Jimmy Butler. And I think that really will amp them up both on starter side and uh, bench side. I agree that when it comes to the playoffs, the bench isn't that big of a deal. But if we're really thinking about it, it makes a hell of a deal, especially when it comes to minutes in the game. Because yeah. you don't want your starters playing 70-80% of the game. You want them playing 50% and then the rest of the bench 50%. You know what I mean? Like that's a good, that, that that talks that's that shows a lot of depth when it comes to uh, a team. And you know what? That that's one of the interesting things. One of the biggest complaints of Jamie Butler at Minnesota and maybe this is just a Thibodeau thing, but how much minutes he put on his starters. Oh yeah. I mean, how do you think Rose got injured? 
Why the yeah. hell? Why the hell was Rose playing the last three minutes when we were up by twenty? Tell me. Why? James, this happened in two thousand like twelve. Not my point. Okay. Not my point. Let, well, my 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 point being is that Thibodeau. Like, oh no, we got Thibodeau. Yeah. 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 Thibodeau's always been pushing starters. Yeah. No. Like it's, it's, but like no, it's just an interesting thing to bring up because you do bring up this point saying like if you're top heavy, hey again, start you're gonna lean on the starters for extra minutes, right? That's because yeah. like you can't trust your bench. No. I don't know if would Jimmy be happy. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I here here's the last question though. Do you think that the Sixers have are a threat now in the East given with what happened with with the trade? They they were always a threat. I think ultimately this will improve the threat. Yeah. Like I said, I want to wait a week or two, see how they play, see how they kind of gel together, mm-hmm. see if there's any like early drama. Yeah. But if not, you know what? This is going to be another strong team, and I think this really, this really makes it te- like this makes the East playoff something I'm very looking forward to right now because mm, we're going to get the Raps, we're going to get the Bucks, we're going to get um, we're going to get Philly, we're going to get Boston. Austin, we're going to see some very competitive games. I feel. Um, I agree. I, we're going to see some. It's going to be a fun playoffs in the East just to watch that. And you know what? LeBron leaving the East playoffs kind of made it into anyone's anyone's like they're fighting for that crown now, yeah. right? And I could I could see like before you'd be always like LeBron's going to take the East. That's how it's going to be. This year, I'm not sure. I still say it's going to be Boston, um, but. You know, this trade and all the other strong starts of the season. Um, you know, even like I'm leaning toward Toronto now, too. I really am over Boston a little. And it's always been already been 10 games. But yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. Do, do you still say Toronto? Yes. <laughs> um, where do you say, where do you think Philly goes now? Just just to go back to your question. No, not to go back to your I want to, I want to add to your point. Um, go for it. Yes, I am so excited for the playoffs. <laughs> Can we just go to the playoffs now? But no. Um what was I gonna say? Oh I'm I am I am on both ends of the spectrum. I want the playoffs to be entered like I, I would love to see every Eastern playoff game to go game five, six, seven. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, wouldn't it be amazing if the Raptors just went on a tear? Wouldn't that be so entertaining? That would be cool. Like, if like the Raptors just went four and no four no four no four no, and then go into yeah. the play and go into the finals, that'd be so dominating. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. That'd like be so if you cool. like the, if you like the Raptors, that'd be like I no, feel like what just yeah. No, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just going real quick. Like, if you like the Raptors, that's like the coolest thing ever. But if like you're just like a general basketball fan, you want to see those close series. But yeah, go on, go no. on. Even if you're not a bull, if, sorry. Even if you're not a Raptors fan, that's still pretty amazing. Yeah, because that's still a, that's amazing. a sight to see. To see, like, ima- oh my gosh, imagine if the if the games if the if the if if the West and the East just went, Warriors go, um, twelve and zero, and then Raptors go twelve and zero, and they meet in the finals. <sighs> imagine that. Every other t- player, every other team is like. Hustling to get to the to the East and West semi uh, East and West finals, and then the Raptors uh-huh. just the Raptors just dominate the East, and then the Warriors just dominate the West. And it's like, okay, we're gonna have the big, t- and that goes to Game Seven. That goes to Game Seven, or you know, Warriors go for it, no, but you know, <laughs> yeah, 
I feel like Doctor Strange. I feel like Doctor Strange. Um, in Avengers: Infinity War Part One, where he's got all the possibilities. Wow. Um, and this Jimmy wow. Butler trade's the only way they would. Wow. Owen Wilson plays. Owen Wilson plays Doctor Strange. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> no, but no, but seriously, that would be so entertaining. Because, because yes, it, it's entertaining to see game five, six, seven. Games five, six, seven played out through, through the the playoffs, and I would love a long postseason. But yeah. having two teams dominate the East and the West, now that's something. That's a story. That's a different. That's a different that's universe. A there, uh, and the finals will just be like, especially to go to Game Seven. That'd be some intense stuff. I don't know. This is gonna be interesting. Yeah. This is gonna be very interesting because mm-hmm. the East just got. I feel like got stronger. I'm gonna be watching some Philly games. I want to see how these. I want to see how this team looks. I really want to see how it looks. But oh, yeah. uh, so um, far, I think this was. This is basically Minnesota. It, it both teams won because Minnesota was able to minimize their losses. Yeah. I feel. Um, you know what? And we'll see how this goes. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll be talking about this in a week or two for sure because we're gonna follow up on this for of course. <laughs> no, we're well. Okay. Let's let's put a little rule here. Let's not follow up on this until we until. Hmm. Let's not follow up on this until the end of November. The end of November. Yeah. Would you Can CGA and Rahul go two weeks without talking about Jimmy Butler? We'll find, find out, out next time <laughs> on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> No, but yeah, let's try to hold back until like the end of the month and be like, okay, it's been two weeks since the butler talks. I let's, think that's the fair. I think that's a fair sample size. Okay. But, 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 CJ, what? What are we gonna be talking about the entire episode then if we're not talking about Jimmy Butler? Oh crap! Oh crap! Oh crap! Oh, we have no material. No more material. <laughs> I guess in that case, we'll need to add more stuff to our nerd section because now I think it's time we transition to Nerd Talk, right? Yeah. Um, uh, it's going to be a pretty short section because we are kind of running a bit, bit more time, but I don't mind. Yeah, but, I don't uh, mind yeah. yeah, Take us on. Take us on, CJ. Okay, so um, for my... For one of my... I have a I have a board game course. Take that in. <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah. Um, for three hours... For Sorry, for the first hour of a three-hour lecture... Uh, the first hour we talk board games, and the other two hours we play board games. Now we had to do it in a in a two in a, in a split. The first half of the course was actually just that: talk mm. about board games, talk about history, talk about gameplay mechanics, gameplay design, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then the other half is actually playing board games and seeing those game design choices and game mechanics put into play. Mm-hmm. The second half is actually designing a board game. Now cool. I have this, right? I have this amazing group. Um, we've been designing a board game, and I actually threw them an idea. It was an idea at the end of one one lecture, and I was like, I would love to see this happen. It's kind of like um, D and D meets Call of Duty meets board games, something like that. Okay, go on, go on. I want to hear about this. No, it has. No, no, this sounds interesting. Yeah. No, 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 you're good. Um, for those listening, 
I don't know if it means anything to you, but I'm joining the the military in like a in a year or something like that. So I kind of have a heart for the military. Um, the board game is it's called it's called Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. Do you get it? Whiskey Tango Fox. Oh, WTF! Yeah. Wow. So this is <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> so the story, the, the the narrative of the game is. Um, there's three there's three high value targets who wants to end the world or to start a war or whatever. The narrative's not okay. very ironed out, but you're trying to you're playing through missions and each mission you're playing against different types of uh, soldiers, right? And every time you complete three missions, you play a high you play a mission that tries to defeat a high value target. Um and you try to kill all three high value targets and if you lose, five if you if you fail five missions you lose the game game's over, but if you you know play through the game and you capture every high value target you win, very straightforward game it's very much inspired from like any any SEAL team any SOCOM any operative esque movie, um I put in a bunch of card dealing or sorry card drawing mechanics to it and um dice rolling and there's health points too for for um the tango or the opponent cards and so on and so forth so i'm currently um on the prototyping phase i haven't ironed out how the mechanics work out so Mm -hmm. yeah basically in in T, uh, TLDR I'm making a board game and it's actually playing out pretty fun the playtest is doing like I'm I'm doing self playtesting I'm figuring out what kind of odds and what kind of roles would look favorable for each um, like for example I have a, a card that's a sniper right and for you to uh-huh. beat that sniper you need to roll higher than that sniper and that sniper has 3 HP Right, and each time you roll higher, it loses one HP. Makes sense, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So the thing is, the rolls are very difficult because you have to be greater. What if it rolls like a twelve? You have to be greater mm-hmm. than or equal to it, right? Yeah. So 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 on and so forth. So it's like a bunch of play testing rules and and some things I had to pick up here and there, but yeah, yeah, it's been building a board game these past couple of days. Um, been geeking out because. Um, like, the more I play it, the more I realize it's actually pretty fun. But also, the comp it's pretty complicated. But at the same time, making it complicated actually makes it fun. So, cool. Um, yeah, that that's that's the that's CJ's board game. So, um, I've got some questions about this. So, like, sure. you, you, is is it like very D and D where it's basically like you kind of like control the movement across like this little map you have here? Um, and like, would there be like kind of like a dungeon master role okay so, um, or so, would it be kind of like no okay yeah so so there's no dungeon master role um i think the aspect of D is more on the the dice rolling because okay each um enemy card has a specific like if you roll a three like it's not as specific or it's not as general as in D where if you roll higher than this you get this and this and this that but it's like if you roll a three, 
it's a miss shot. But if you roll a four, you get a hit. Mm-hmm. But if you roll a five, it's a miss. Shot. It's kind of like I like I said, I've been play testing this like hours, like not hours on end, but I've been playing testing and realizing that some like because you know, like on a on a on two d sixes, there is a probability of each combination popping up, right? There's yeah. an equal. There's yeah. actually a very symmetrical uh, thing to it. So I I was like, okay, what if this? It makes sense if we were to do this for a sniper because it's the sniper dynamic, right? Snipers are yeah. very hard to beat, but there are some player like for example a grunt, right? A grunt is just a grunt, right? Yeah. So there's you have a very high chance of beating it easily, but at the same time, I made it so that it's not too easy. You yeah. see what I mean? So that's like the D, the D&D, there's no, there's no dungeon master. Um, the map is, um, there's four players max because that's the assignment detail, uh, assignment requirement. Uh-huh. And then there's four cards in front of each um, player. And, so let's say for example Alpha Be- Alpha Bravo Charlie Delta split into four, right? So there's four cards in front of each player. They're lined up against each other. Player Alpha is playing against enemy Alpha. Player mm-hmm. Bravo is playing against card Bravo and so on and so forth. But player Bravo can actually attack card Alpha and player Alpha can actually attack card Bravo. Does that make sense? No, no, that sounds no. I I kind of like, get your the gist about it. No, yeah. it's interesting actually. Yeah, so that's a neat course. That's that's really that's actually right. really neat. Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm kinda, no go ahead. Yeah, sorry. go on. No, it, it also kind of plays into my thing. This is so random. This is off topic Please, again. No, I've no, always no. want. I've always wanted to play D and D. Have you ever played D and D? You never played D and D. Yes, I played D and D. I want to play D and D. Like oh. I actually watched. I watched like a video on like a little. Game game of dd i'm like this seems fun but like none of my friends that like are here i love them but they would not be into dnd i'm like i want to play dnd that seems kind of fun that seems like a fun time it's it's the cool thing about dnd is that it's not like how do i explain it it's very freeing but at the same time you're you're in the confines of somebody else's brain yeah, 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 and that's what I like about it. It's like you, you kind of make your own decisions. You can do whatever you want. It's like RPG. Yeah. But even RPG, um, it's kind of limited in your choices because like, yeah. you can't have infinite choices in RPGs. Just no. you can't do that. It's a video no. game, right? No. It's just like, no. yeah. oh, you have like, these five choices. You go, but we're kind of like this. Um, we're kind of like a D and D. Just seems like you do kind of whatever you want. See what it works. I'm like, it's neat. I, yeah. I would love to play it one die. But yeah. Your board game made me think about that, but otherwise, your board game sounds pretty cool. Um, Thank you. I'd love to play it. Uh, if you ever like, kind of get like officially kind of like a little prototype made, I would love to try playing it. But yeah, yeah, for sure, cool. for sure. Yeah. Um, well, it's it's an assignment, right? Um, I still haven't got, and I'm prototyping as we speak, but at same at the same time, um, I'm kind of going against the uh, the group because we already had something. A, um, something oh. with a similar theme but I told them I have an idea guys if I could just prototype it give me several days to work on it I told them I'll give you guys the presentation on Tuesday if you like how the game plays out then we'll go with it we'll uh, sharpen it because the current game idea right now that we're working on is very luck based this one that I'm working oh. on is has some luck to it but there's some skill that you have and there's some strategy to it so you kind of yeah. have to play around with it and that was actually the main um 
like so we were actually playtesting the current iteration of our board game this week um this past week and a lot of the people when they gave us their feedback on it they were like oh it's very luck based it doesn't fit the theme and i was like yes i agree because yeah. yeah. being in being uh, in a mission and you're going to fight a war or you're going on operations and whatnot it's not very luck based you need to strategize right yeah so yeah no this one's very strategy heavy um i've been trying like i said i've been trying to just iron it out as much as possible which is why like i didn't like uh, for for our listeners this entire episode wasn't produced by just me it was supposed to be produced by me but i've been so busy with my assignments that i i decided to ask post charmel to produce it with me so um you're doing your gear thank you Rahul, for for helping out so but yeah yeah that's that's my that's my board game idea hopefully in a month's time it's ironed out and i can hand it in and hopefully get a good mark on it well we i think we're all hoping for that too yeah thank you yeah um okay so yeah one quick thing this is this is really dumb <laughs> what i'm talking about is really stupid and i hope it doesn't happen so i was listening to the radio the other day I searched, and apparently apparently shrek made in 2001 shrek is almost 20 years old how does that make you feel um but um <laughs> God, shrek's almost 20 years old um but shrek may get a reboot so it's either going to be like a hard reboot Boot, where they're going to just reboot the first film and make it like another animated movie. The people that made Despicable Me, they're going to be doing this. Um, but um, it's going to be that, or it's going to be kind of like a soft reboot idea. And um, I just wanted to say it just because I wanted to inform people, but like, and inform you, but like, I, why would you do that? Shrek, Shrek is such a good movie. Yeah. Like the pop culture references haven't really stayed, but it's still a fun animated movie, right? Like, why do you need to? Why, why do you need to do this? Why do you need to remake Shrek? We're, like, and my sister and I had like this fun thing where we we're going about it, and we're like, okay, who's gonna play? Uh, I say Shrek is gonna be played by Jake Paul. Um, oh God, Donkey's gonna be played by Cardi B because they're going to like a gender reverse. So Donkey's gonna be a girl. The dragons gonna be like a boy now the boy it could be like offset sure why not and then like fiona will be played by kim kardashian or something like that and like she's not locked into the castle because like there's a dragon it's just that she can't get through the door because like her her butt's too big or something like that or something dumb but i'm just saying like oh gosh why would you take a movie and just remake it like that you could what like like do i i gotta be honest like I feel like you could show like a younger cousin Shrek and they'd be fine with the animation. They won't say like, oh, this looks so like out of date and like old. Like, I don't think they would say that. I think think it just still holds up. I'm like, what, what are you updating? Like even if it like a live, imagine a live action Shrek. It just sounds terrible. And, and, Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm going to bring up another thing, too. That kind of, like, it just ticked me off. So, like, you know, like, Disney's been doing, like, um, live-action movie, like, uh, live-action um, Beauty and the Beast, right? Mm-hmm. Did you watch it? No, I've, I've, I haven't seen it, but I know what it's about. It's with uh, Emma. Yeah. I haven't seen it. No, I have not seen it. And I have no plans of seeing it anytime soon. 
it was just okay because it it's okay. just basically it's it's identical to the animation they just added a few scenes but you know it made a bunch of money because Beauty and the Beast Lion King's also going to get live action remake how is that going to work it's probably going to be very similar to Jungle Book but Jungle Book had a human character Lion King will not oh that's true so Oh, I didn't think of it that way. That's tough. It's going to be like live action in the sense of you take Jungle Book, subtract Mowgli from it, and it's just going to be basically animated characters in the real world. No, 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 no. Um, Realistic animals. Realistic looking, but um, even with Jungle Book, like they had some real sets. Because obviously the kid actor needed some real sets to work yeah, with. Yeah. Are they just going to have like a real set, film the angles they want, and then animate it later? Or are they just going to be just all realistic animation? Because I'll be honest with you, that's that sounds kind of pointless. Well, you got to realize that this is all... Let's just breathe in here. This is all cash grab. <laughs> it's all cash grab. This is I know. all people, cash grab. People will pay out the kazoo to see this. Like oh, this yeah. thing will make a billion easy, easy billion. Oh yeah, easy. So I I wouldn't be surprised if, um, I wouldn't be surprised if, um, it's just a matter of here, here's your nostalgia, you little pieces. Yeah, of, and then <laughs> we'll watch it and be like, oh my gosh, it was okay, and then. <laughs> They get their money. That's it. <laughs> Why do you need this too? Like, if if I'm like, okay, going back to um, married CJ, CJ, if you're showing your um, kids like some classic Disney animated movies, are you gonna show them um, the live action Beauty and the Beast or the animated Beauty and the Beast? Or uh, going at that point, Aladdin's also getting the same thing. Are you gonna show them live action Aladdin or animated Aladdin first? So okay, so. For- they're two different movies. Um, I love both animated movies. Love both Aladdin. I love both. I uh, sorry. I love both Aladdin and Lion King. The Lion King. And Lion King, of course. Um, and the question, yeah. The Lion King is gonna stay true to itself as an animated movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll still watch um, the live action because I, I am curious as to not even. Curious, I will too. I'm not even like me. I'm not too curious about how they're gonna pull off the movie because the movies. I wouldn't. I'm not gonna be surprised. There's it's gonna be CGI animals and and so on and so forth. I'm I'm more curious about how they're gonna do it story wise. They're gonna stay true with even. Are they gonna do it line per line? They're just gonna transition or translate it into the 3D realm, or are they gonna? move around with the story here and there are they going to answer a couple of plot holes that the lion king had because there are a couple of plot holes. i'm not i'm not going to go into detail about it but there are a couple of plot holes <laughs> that's for next week episode we have to fill <laughs> that jimmy butler time somehow okay fair fair so yeah um i will definitely like i will definitely show the the lion king animated movies to my kids aladdin too aladdin is different because aladdin i feel like it's going to be a good i i think it's going to be a good um, live action. Um, I I think I Aladdin yes, yeah. right? Or yeah. majority human. 
I could see that too, but there's just some I I just like enjoy, like because like the part of those movies like the magic is just because like you know the set the two D animation like it works like yeah. it no I agree. it's cartoony it's fun you're into it right like yeah. you like it's like three D live action is not necessarily better no no it's not no. No, it's not. It works for the medium. 2D colorful animation, that works. It just does, right? Yeah, like I agree. I, no, I and like you know what? It's a cash grab. They'll make their money and that's it. That's all I'll say. <laughs> okay. They'll say that. Yeah. Um I guess at this point, um we should transition to whatever closing segments. Um three point play. Three point play. Let's make this for uh, you. So yeah, I'm sorry. Um, just go quickly. Uh, for you guys who don't know, three point play. We basically talk about three big talking points in this week in the NBA, and each point we end with the question and uh, so the other person do they kind of agree with this and one or do they disagree with this, mm-hmm. Rick? Okay, so um, I'm gonna go first on you because um, I know you're gonna have a close heart to heart with this one. Okay, so Derrick Rose is on a tear game wise. And hopefully not injury mm. Now that Butler's out of the picture, we can finally see an MVP Rose lead this young Timberwolves team. And one, and one swish. Give me that. Give me that dub. Give me that dunk. I want. I want to. I want my biceps showing off. Uh, no, it's it's a clear end one. Um, man, I am excited for Rose because he he has such a great team on in his hands and it's always gonna be it's gonna be Cat and Wiggins's team, right? Mm-hmm. We won't take that away from them, but you gotta have some kind of leadership. You gotta you gotta um uh, you gotta revere um some you gotta respect the legacy of Rose, the legacy that is you know came from nothing. Became the one of the greatest basketball players in Bulls history. Um, got injured, went to everything and everywhere with it, with his career. Even considered like you know China, right? And now he's coming through with his really healthy season, and hopefully he can keep up. He keeps up with his season because with what he has right now, core wise, and what with with what he's doing right now. I think the wolves are gonna be just fine without the without Butler. And I oh. think Rose is gonna be uh, blooming, gonna be blooming season, blooming season for Rose. Take my dub for that. <laughs> um, with me, I think uh, this is an N one with some caveats. Okay. Um, okay. Butler going, that's big. Derrick Rose will have more minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and if he keeps up his consistent play. Um, he's expanded his game. Jim, uh, Derek Rose can shoot threes now. He can shoot threes. That's a threat in his arsenal. That's oh, yeah. good for Derek Rose. Oh, yeah. We'll see. Hopefully he stays healthy. Um, he has some new pieces to work with. But I think Derek Rose can keep this going. Not an MVP Derek Rose, but an MIP Derek Rose. Because oh. he will be the most improved player, okay. I feel. You think so? Um, huh? I, I, I think so. Um, obviously, MVP is a bit far off for him. But um, MIP, most improved player, mm-hmm. and I would love to see that. I would love to see if Derrick Rose could, could be like a 25-5-ish and player, a bit more assists and rebounds, stuff like that. But like, I think Derrick Rose 
can be um, he could be a big part of this team, and he could be kind of that reason they can still be that playoff contention team. And I I, I honestly think yeah. So and one with some little caveats. We okay. No, I, I I agree with some of your caveats. Um, no, okay. Let's go. Let's go on to the next one. Um, okay. After Murray scored forty eight points in the Celtics, he threw one last shot at the end uh, to try to secure fifty one points because he was trying to. People were saying he's trying to. He was trying to secure fifty. No, he's trying to secure fifty one. It was a three point shot. <laughs> Come on, people. Let's do the math here. <laughs> I was kind of upset about that, but anyway, Kyrie got a hold of the ball after the end of the game and threw it into the stands. What Kyrie did was reasonable, and he should not have been fined. And one or brick. <sighs> oh, I'm gonna say brick. St- oh, okay. <laughs> brick. Okay. I'm gonna say brick. You almost did something. This is a tough one. This is a toughie. There's a lot of multi layer to. This. Um, let's first talk about this Murray. What he did. Uh, I he's Canadian. I love yeah. Murray. Uh, I think yeah. he'd be a big player. He's doing good things in Denver. We'll see how he does. And I, I think he could be really big. 48 points. That's just showcasing that, right? What he did there, you just don't do that in basketball, I feel. It's just the etiquette thing. I understand yeah, I he's a young so. guy. He wants to get his first 50-point game. And, you know, I respect that. I understand that. You know, you want, you're hungry. I love seeing that. Yeah. Um, You know what? I'm not very mad at him. I'm sure, that's... Not the smartest thing to do yeah. to um, go for that fifty-one. You know, you had a great game. Don't you don't need to like do something like that to kind of ruin the night, young man. You're gonna get fifty sometime. You yeah. will if you keep yeah. your talent up. You keep your game up. You will get fifty, and it will come. All good things mm-hmm. will come. Mm-hmm. Um, this is like note. I find it kind of weird. Like, and this is still a mental exercise I'm going through. I'm like, what happens if he had like ninety-eight? And if he had one more shot and he got 101, would that be okay to do? Um, I don't know. That's a mental exercise. But yeah, going on that point, what Kyrie did, would it be would it be acceptable at that point? Uh, but like, yeah, uh, what Kyrie did, I understand Kyrie's frustrations. Um, yeah. Him getting the ball, throwing it like that. I still feel it's a dumb move. He got fined. He deserved the fine. Um, I know he's mad, but there's more mature ways to handle it. And I think there's a certain lack of kind of, you know, understanding from Kyrie Irving because mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving has been there. He's been that young player that's mm-hmm. hungry and stuff like that. He should have like, he, this is a chance where Kyrie Irving goes from that young player to more of like kind of like a leadership mentorship role where I feel like a player like LeBron would have said like, you know, I understand that, you know, just a young man, just like, you know, trying to, you know, get his, you know, get a 50 point game. I understand that. Um, he just doesn't need to do that in this league, and that's fine. Just kind of understanding, accepting it, and but just saying, like, you know, there's something wrong with it. But Kyrie kind of got mad about it, right? Um, I understand his frustrations. It's kind of a weird thing. And Kyrie just overreacted. Uh, I just think he deserved the fine. But, you know, this should by far not define both players because it was just, like, kind of like, you know, a kind of like, eh, moment happening at the end of what really it was a great performance by Murray. Uh, so yeah, it, it's this is a brick for me. He sh- he should be fine, um, and it was kind of an overreact. Interesting. Okay, no, I um, wait. You said brick. I said brick because you the statement was what oh, Kyrie okay. did yeah, was yeah, reasonable. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, yeah, it's a brick for me too. 
okay. Because well, here, I agree. I do think that Murray should not have shot that shot. But at the same time, come on, man. Who wouldn't want to do it, right? Yeah, I know, I know. I agree with everything you said, right? Um, On, on one end, I'm going to have to say that if you... Hmm, I Okay, I think Kyrie should not have been fined. I understand mm-hmm. his frustration. What he did was unreasonable, but he does not need to be fined for it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um... Because, and here's another thing, or not because, to add to my point, why the hell are you upset about someone taking a, a shot for 51? Shouldn't you be upset with the fact that he, you let him get 48? Yeah. You know, um, I don't know. I think I got this point from someone else. I think from, yeah. anyway, I agreed so much when whoever, I, I give credit where credit is due. I just don't remember who you are. My point is, why the heck? Why the heck are you upset about you know? Yeah. About him taking that that shot for fifty one, you should be more upset about him getting forty eight against you first, because that's 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 the three point shot making you fifty one versus the actual forty eight that he got against you. Come on, mm-hmm. there's there's no pettiness. You have to have, there's a there's a level of pettiness where I kind of give away. I'm like, yeah, okay, you can be petty, but like, this is there. It's forty eight points, man. Live with it. Accept the fact that you take the L. Move on. Yeah. Wait until the next game and 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 play them on the next game and and get forty eight against them on the next game. But yeah. you know he should not have been fined. Um, yeah, that's just me. Kind of an end one and a break for me on this one. So, I no, no, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I, I just feel like I'm, I'm going to say this little quick point, and then we'll go into the next game, uh, yeah. next three point play. Um, I feel like etiquette's so huge. Oh yeah, um, with these players, oh, definitely so huge. Um, I don't know how big it is in basketball, but I know in baseball, this is just comparison, real quick. Yeah, a player that hits a home run, like his first sure home run, and kind of stares at it for too long. Like I'm talking about, like an extra second or two. Like who kind of admires it. Yeah. Um. I've seen frequently um, the opposite team, the team that gave up the home run, go up to that player and just start talking to them, saying, like, you don't do that. Or, like, they start getting angry at each other because they kind of admired it sort of too much. And this whole etiquette thing, like, it's a very gray zone, in my opinion. But, yeah, it's interesting. There's there's a level of sportsmanship, right? So Yeah. um, But, like, is there there being, like, too much? I'm like, come on, like, enjoy the game, have some fun. Like, come on. Like, go on. Um, So, yeah. So, last point. The Kings have started off hot. Seven for six. They kind of had a little bit of a drag right now, mm. but they started off fairly hot. The young ones look good. Yeah. They're, Darren Fox looking great. Oh, yeah. Um, They make the playoffs this year. And one? Brick. Not this year. Easy. Yeah. Not this year. No way. Um, The West is too too big. Uh, they're, mm. they're in the they're in the they're in the top eight right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Early too way too early to say. But yeah. um there's not enough talent in the in the Kings. There's not enough talent in the Kings for them to even go for a playoff run. Um, okay. I wouldn't be surprised if they're eighth place, but that's it. Not nothing nothing higher than eight. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um I say no, this is a brick for me. Mm-hmm. Um 
in terms of what you're saying about talent, I do agree with you. I'm looking at that team. I'm like, yeah, there's no like big superstar. We'll see how Darren Fox is doing because I really like Darren Fox. Mm-hmm. He's looking excellent. And um, him and Dennis Smith Jr. are kind of making that decision of drafting um, Lonzo Ball at second kind of look questionable at this point. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm serious. I'm serious no, here. Serious. But, um, I agree. I agree. Yeah, um, but yeah, uh, Buddy Heald's actually good. I've I've been a big fan of Buddy Heald. Mm-hmm. Um, Willie Holly Stein, sure, he's fine, whatever. Um, I think they need another big star. Uh, this is the brick. I don't think they, they... I think this is just a good, hot start from a team that's kind of building up their confidence. Right. Um, but, again, like, this is, this is what I hate to say. They're not going to go into super tank mode. They're going to still... No, they're going to be playing because, no, like, no. they're not. But the issue is you're going to miss out on the best rookies in this draft. Oh, yeah. You're, you're, yeah. you're not going to get your Zion Williams. And I know you got your Marvin Bagley. No. Bagley could be a good player. He can be great. He's got a great motor. Mm-hmm. But you're going to miss on your RJ Barrett. You're going to miss on your Zion Williamson. And it's just sort of just like, there's that. And that's the one thing I hate about the NBA a little, where it's just like, you want to win more games. But at some points, if you win more games, it's actually detrimental to your team. Where it's like you're missing out on getting young rookies like that, right? Yeah. And and I don't like it. And oh, yeah. I really don't like I really don't like it. Like I really think there should be a way to fix it. Like saying like you're only allowed two years in a row to get like a lottery pick like that and that's it. Maybe that could be a rule. Or maybe kind of reward, like give like kind of like a boost to middling team saying like, oh, we have a little separate pick for middling team sort of where they can get like a pick. I don't know. But like, I feel like I hate how much like a team I and like, you know what? I understand these young guys because like they've been on like Sacramento and God, that's that's depressing because <laughs> Sacramento just has a bad history with these things. Right. Oh, yeah. And it's just like they want to win. But in turn it's not a good thing to win because, you know, you miss out on these picks. It's a brick, but um, I, I, it made me really think more about this topic. I'm just saying, like, mm-hmm. that's just a big issue in the NBA. But, yeah. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Um, yeah. I have nothing to say other than I do agree, but at the same time, that's just how... There, there, there's also a level of fairness that you have to realize because if you're doing okay and you're see i agree now that i think about it um you know because like you want like i'm, I'm currently taking game design right there there in, yeah. in game design there's this thing called the rubber band um oh, oh okay yeah, yeah. function where um if like for example if you're in a in a race game like super mario kart right mm-hmm. um if a player is lagging, uh, AI like the game actually makes it so that AI makes you feel like, oh, you're lagging, you're fourth pl- or you're fifth place, but you're not far off from the top three. So like they kind of rubber band you, they give you better power, your power up chances are getting better or er- improved yeah. and so on and so forth. That way the 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 play is very fair, right? In the same way, if you're it's still fun, yeah, yeah exactly. The same way for for the NBA, where like if you're doing terrible. Right, we're gonna rubber band you and give you really good picks for the next couple of years that way. Mm-hmm. But then you look at the you look at the mid mid um mid teams that are doing fine, but they're not doing great. They're not doing so hot. I agree. Maybe they should get 
Um, because the way they do it in the playoff or in the um in the league is that they do the top two, the two teams that made the finals are twenty nine thirty, but they also get second. Uh, they also get the first um picks for the second round, which I think is always weird to me. I've always seen that as weird. what if what if we give? Because you'd be surprised, but the second round has some pretty good picks too. Yeah, like it's I said, been getting there's a deeper. bunch of steals getting- coming through. It's been it's been getting deeper. Yeah. yeah. So, um, what if you gave like the the mid range the mid teams, you know, the first half of, um, the second round or something like that. Yeah. Something like that. something to kind of like okay we we given the the low end teams good picks and we went through the entire, um, mm-hmm. the entire uh, NBA. Let's give now the mid the mid rangers the mid guys a couple of solid chance. second round picks and yeah. then give the the um give the rest to the rest of the team something like that something something yeah something. I, agree. Um, I agree yeah no i the reason why i was like really cuz like i read about this rump banding thing and the most interesting thing i read about this is like i noticed this too when i play video games um when you're playing and uh, you know if you have like, if you play a game with like a health bar the last like ten percent of your health bar is actually worth more than ten percent actually, um, because like oh yeah yeah because the games love it when you're like playing because I love that thing where you're like oh your health is like super low and you're like oh gosh I gotta beat this boss like I'm really close to being this boss and you're like oh my gosh I'm right on the edge and you beat him and you're like yes and you feel great but yeah ends up that ten percent is actually a bit more than ten percent so it kind of creates kind of like the artificial like oh gosh you're really low but you're not really low at this moment sort of things so there's a kind of there's something like that on the along those lines but it's cool because like it makes the game a bit more fun in those terms no. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, go ahead. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's our plays. Interesting plays. Great topics. Mm-hmm. Um, good picks. But, yeah. Um, let's go into this. Player of the week. Um, CJ, who's your player of the week? Zach Levine. Don't at me. Do not at me right now. Do not at me. They played the best team in the East. The Eastern Conference champions. The Cleveland Cavaliers. And Zach Levine just went on a tear. He played like Michael Jordan. Zach Levine, player of the week. Don't at me. M- MVP? MVP, MIP, defensive player of the year. Uh, first, uh, <laughs> every week I get delusional. Every week. Every week. <laughs> every week. Slowly yeah. more into the matchup. Yeah, no. Because, like, I don't know, man. The, 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 the games this week have been pretty... Like I said, it's been a pretty weak... Uh, sorry, not weak pretty weird week for the nba right mm-hmm. yeah um, good teams are losing bad teams are winning mm-hmm. i don't know what's happening something happened oh right the trade happened right <laughs> i don't know so yeah, yeah uh, we have to give it to zach levine how about you um i'm gonna say has and white side okay. so in this game they played spurs um they beat the spurs um it's because I love seeing like a line like this where it's like so basically the line was 29 points um 20 rebounds uh nine oh blocks god. oh god yeah yeah almost triple double with blocks and I love because you never see triple double with blocks no, um it's very rare yeah. and I love seeing stuff like that because like that's just down and dirty defense right there because um, oh, yeah. you see the typical triple double rebound assist points mm-hmm. but I love seeing a defensive one 
Um, it's even rarer to see with steals, I feel. But like with blocks, I'm like that was it was a good dominating performance from Hazen Whiteside, who was he had a really down year last year. Um, but he's starting to pick things up, and uh, we we'll, we hope that like you know he continues to pick things up because like Hazen Whiteside, nine blocks. Come on, come on, that is a performance of the week for me. That's a week, and uh, I'm like good on you, Hazen Whiteside. Uh, it's so it it reminds me of when Draymond Green should have had a quadruple double. Remember Draymond Green where he triple doubled with blocks? Yeah. Um, but he almost got a yeah, I remember that, yeah. It was like it was like no, it was steals, it was steals, rebounds, assists. Yeah, but he could have gotten a quadruple double with blocks, I think. Uh he was close with blocks, but I'm like it it, it was so strange to me. I'm like, wait, you had like seven eight points and you couldn't get a few more points like i think at that moment i'd be like you know what draymond i think it'd be fine if you go for that extra layup because a quadruple <laughs> double doesn't happen all the time no yeah, actually yeah. I'm, I'm gonna ask you a quick question um cj mm. who's the last player to get a quadruple double wow uh Oscar Robertson? Um, no. How recent is this? Give me a hint. Um, not very this, recent. I, 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 I'm going to give you a hint. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay. It's... The second most recent. The second most recent to get a quadruple double. Because the most recent was David Robinson, but I'm thinking about a different player. This didn't go as smoothly as I thought it would. But okay, I don't care. Um, I'll give you a hint. This player um, is a legendary... Uh, is a, is um, a legendary uh, rocket center. You'd be joking if it was. You'd be joking if it was Dwight Howard. <laughs> Damn it! You ruined the joke. Is it Dwight Howard? No. No, it's Yao Ming, right? It, no, it's Hakeem Olajuwon. Oh. Hakeem the Dream. Hakeem the Dream. Okay. I wouldn't be able to tell you that. I haven't been I following. I haven't been following basketball that far, but yeah. Okay. No. Oh no! I, okay. I expected that to go a lot worse with you. I expected you to say, "Oh, of course, Hakeemo Ajuwan." I'm like, yeah, because like who else? Like you know, he's a legendary rocket center. I'm uh, like, no, it's actually Dwight Howard. I'm like, no, it's actually Dwight Howard. I'm like, no. is it actually? No, no, it's Hakeem. Oh my Hakeem. god. No, Hakeem did it in 1990. His line, 18 points, 16 rebounds, 10 assists, 11 blocks. Oh, God. Um, and then David Robertson, um, Robinson, you know, um, the Admiral. Uh, Admiral mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Admiral. Uh, 34 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists, 10 blocks. You know, that's impressive. 34 that's points. Really, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's impressive. There you yeah, go. That's, that, that was, that was, that's a real... Uh, yeah. yeah. There's only been one with steals and that's from Alvin Robertson um also from San Antonio oh. San Antonio has two players that has a who have a quadruple double that's 
So, there's so a the, trivia fact for you. So, so um, just to give you guys a little bit of the statistic here, name everyone Robertson, and they'll get triple doubles <laughs> or quadruple double, quadruple doubles. Oscar Robertson, see, he didn't have a T. That's why he never got a quadruple double. That's why. Oh, ha! Oh, wow, what a hot take. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Um, okay, into our final section as we wind down to this long but very fun episode. Oh, yeah. Um, games watch this week. I'm going to go first because uh, I, Do I don't want you to steal mine. I'm going to go with today because it is technically Monday, mm-hmm. early Monday now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to look forward to watching New Orleans and Toronto. Oh, yeah. Today at 7.30. Easy. Easy. That's my game of the week. Easy. Oh, yeah. Um... My game of the week. Ooh. The Bulls and the Celtics are looking pretty. That's on Wednesday. Ooh, that's going to be a fun game. The Bulls and the Celtics. Ooh, that's a classic. <laughs> it's 1 a.m. Give me this, please. Give me this. <laughs> You're like, CJ, it's on the 90s. Yes, it is. <laughs> you have so many other options here. <laughs> um, okay. Being honest, Blazers and Rockets are... Sorry, Blazers and Rockets. Blazers and Lakers are looking good. I kind of agree with you on mm-hmm. that. They, they've had interesting They've had interesting matchups, to mm-hmm. be honest. I agree mm-hmm. with you. I agree, I agree. with you completely. Yeah. That's going to be a fun game to catch. Oh, yeah. um, some other uh, cool games, maybe. Thursday, 8 p.m., Golden State versus Houston. Um, Ooh, I, I that would have been here, yeah. That was more interesting last year, but this year it'll be cool to see again, just to see. I say Melo's going to quadruple double that game easy. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, sure. Zero points, ten turnovers. Um. Yeah. But oh, yeah. that kind of that kind of that, <laughs> that kind of that kind of quadruple double. Um, he yeah. scored against. Uh, he scored twelve points against his own team. <laughs> <laughs> Crap! I scored against. He lets go. He accidentally hits the ball into the rim. Um, on Sunday is going to be another interesting game. November 18th Golden State versus San Antonio who wait what's that like oh Golden State versus San Antonio this Sunday oh yeah I didn't even next that's oh my okay that no that's a good game we we will be filming after that game, most likely. We will be talking about that game oh, probably because yeah. oh, that yeah. game's gonna be very interesting. Unless oh, it's yeah. some weird blowout, but if it's close, then we'll have some stuff to say about that. It's um, at seven p.m. Seven p.m. Okay. okay, we'll record live during. <laughs> during we'll record live live commentary. Live commentary. Greg Popovich looks angry. Oh no, that's just Greg Pop. That's just Greg Popovich. <laughs> No, I think I think okay. the only ones. Um, Jazz Celtics is always fun. Yeah, um, but I, I I still I still like the Nola Toronto thing. Yeah, like, that's oh, gonna yeah. be that's gonna be a yeah. good game tonight. Yeah, I oh man, you know what suck? I have class. I have class. Oh, I have class. No, I don't want to go. Skip class and just say just say I'm sorry. Guys, I'm actually considering that. I'm actually Nola so- Raptors. <laughs> no, seriously, I'm actually considering that. I'm gonna be like um no because. This class is one of the classes where I kind of, not really, sl- like, even if I slack, I'm still going to make an 80, so it's, like, not a big deal, but, you know. 
Well, yeah, kids okay. stay in school. Yes, stay in school. You don't want to be a you don't want to be a podcaster like me and post your <laughs> uh, Okay. Okay. Um, last thing. This is our newest section, the Danny DeVito watch. No. <laughs> First, uh, so so in 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 context, me and uh, my friend here, post Sharmone, we have uh, a fetish for Danny DeVito. <laughs> What are you to call it a fetish? It's a fetish, man. It's gotta accept it. We've we've decided that Danny De- that every movie you can think of will always be better with Danny DeVito. Okay, so for our Danny DeVito watch, okay, we'll do a quick news update on where what Danny DeVito has been up to, and we'll do a little back and forth with what our ideas are. What movie, what TV show would it be good if we added Danny DeVito? Okay, that cool. <laughs> Yes. Okay. So, um, I don't know if you know this. Michael Douglas and Danny DeVito star in the show uh, Romancing Stone, I think. Uh, so, this was Romancing the Stone. Romancing the Stone. Uh, this is, yeah. Yes. This was an older movie. Um, oh. Wait, no. Oh, yeah, it is. It is I've an, never it is seen this movie. movie. This is um, 90, uh, 1984. Okay, yeah. that's why. Okay, so recently the news came up that you know they smoked weed, and that's just how cool Danny DeVito is. That's just yeah. that's just that's such a that's such a Danny DeVito thing. You know, when in doubt, be Danny DeVito. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Live like Danny DeVito, right? So <laughs> I don't know where the hell this cover. It's interesting. We should be doing this while we're we're smoking weed. No, wait, hold hold on. It's legal. It's, it's legal. legal now. Yeah. We can buy stuff. We can buy it now. You know, it's not legal anymore. So maybe we'll have uh an episode <laughs> episode four twenty with Oh my god. April twenty. April twenty episode next year before the playoffs come through. With uh Poster Moan and DJ CJ bro. Did you hear about the Rockets? They're gonna be such a good team because they have Melo. They already traded Melo. <laughs> oh gosh, this That's is how a combination. <laughs> we have high CJ. We high have CJ. we have toking CJ. We have um, this is this is this is a new CJ unlocked at one thirty a.m. Oh gosh, unlocked. <laughs> it's like an NBA a two K unlock. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, back by um uh, rapid fire. Danny DeVito in a new mo- in in Mission Impossible. Imagine that. Imagine him dropping down from the su- from the ceiling. Danny and his belly hits the floor. <laughs> it's like oh crap. <laughs> <laughs> he gets caught. Right, what 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 would be a good movie or TV show for Danny DeVito? I would love um a movie because uh, this would be a perfect movie for me where Barry basically Danny DeVito plays like like his character is like the world's sexiest man but like they play the movie completely straight where it's basically like like everyone in the world like it's not a joke like they basically imagine like there was like an attractive like male star in that role but you yeah. just make a Danny DeVito and they play it completely straight like completely straight and the audience is just sitting there baffled saying like what do you mean by straight? What do you mean by straight? 
So basically, just basically saying like they they, they don't play for a joke, saying like, oh look, it's Danny DeVito. He's not like the most attractive man. Look at him, but he's playing the most attractive man. Like they make a joke out of it. No, this is a serious movie. Like this is an absolutely serious movie. But Danny DeVito plays the world's most attractive man. It's like a really serious movie. It could be about like him saying like, I'm so shallow, right? Like women only like me for my looks. But they play completely hundred oh. percent straight. But here's the thing, since they're playing it so straight, it's absolutely hilarious. Oh, I would yeah. love that. I would watch that. <laughs> oh, we're getting director, writer, producer Charmone this evening. Yes. I would watch oh, that. I, that. That actually sounds like, no, like seriously, that actually sounds like a really oh. good movie. Like it's like, um, how do you, the struggle of being attractive. <laughs> the struggle of being the most attractive man in the world. Right? Or like that. That, that would Dude. be amazing. It, and they played one hundred percent straight, and it's just, it's just, it's just Danny DeVito mm. being Danny DeVito. Exactly. He'll like, be like, what? <laughs> go on, go on. No, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I'm just like saying, like he'd be, he could be like an underwear model, and he'd just be posing, and people are like, oh gosh, that's amazing, right? But they yeah. played one hundred percent serious, like no, no, no dumb jokes. It's like one hundred percent serious. It's like he's one hundred percent, yeah, yeah. And like the and struggle the- could be like. um He's going women to like woman after woman, but he actually just wants a really serious relationship, or like the struggle of being like yeah, just the struggle of being attractive. He's so busy with being a model or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like um, Birdman, in a way. Oh gosh, right? Don't think about it. Birdman was very serious, but at the same time, it was kind of a nod to you know what? Um, what? It fits too, cause um, uh, Danny DeVito played the penguin in Batman. Um, exactly. Batman Returns. Exactly. Birdman. Birdman. Birdman Two. Done. Exactly. Wow, isn't it amazing that we can connect DeVito everywhere? He's everywhere. What he is we... the Illuminati. <laughs> v- Vito Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> no, here, ready. <clears throat> okay. Hear me out. Ready? This, this is my last point. We'll, we'll end off here. Shrek Vito. Have a good night, everybody. Have a good night, everyone. <laughs>